0: 11. 1-1.
1: One, one. Double one one ah, a uh, Double digits. Now we're into it. We yeah.
0: are, yeah. We're
1: we're married to this thing yeah, now. Yeah, Man, there's no backing down now. We're going all the way. So we had a pay-per-view this week. And what a crap hole of a pay-per-view that was. Yeah,
0: well, we'll get into that in later segments, but we'll break down the pay-per-view. We'll go over our pay-per-view picks. Yeah, who won that? Uh, well, you'll see. <laughs> Uh, i stop spoiling everything. You're like that guy that posts results on the internet
1: before people have a chance to I just laughed. To read it. Hey, we've got uh, the TV on in here. Maybe I'm laughing about the TV. Uh, yeah,
0: yeah, you're laughing. Yeah. Well, as always, we'll, we're going to start with the news.
1: And this is my favorite segment, is the really? news. The yeah. news? Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, we start with your favorite and just go downhill. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We?
1: Yeah, well, here we go.
0: Dizzy Diva. Let me hear it. WWE.com published an article just prior to the start of Raw saying that Diva's champion AJ Lee was sent home and told to not do anything physically or psychologically strenuous as she had just been diagnosed with concussion suffered the night before at Battleground. AJ declared she hit her head on a turnbuckle during her title match with Brie Bella and was having headaches and difficulty remembering her pay-per-view match. Uh, They report that AJ will undergo further testing later.
1: Now, this reminds me instantly of Dolph Ziggler. Mm -hmm. You know, Dolph Ziggler, champion, concussion, oh, the belt's off, now you're just floundering. Yeah, now you suck, we don't want you. Right. Yeah,
0: well, I hope that doesn't happen, but, I mean, what do they do with the title picture? Brie, Brie
1: Bella, Bella Twins. Uh, Hey, it's not as good, but, you know, Alberto Del Rio is not as good of a champion as Dolph Ziggler, but they're doing that, you know. Uh, I don't think she'll get lost in the shuffle. She's obviously one or two as far as the divas go, and there's only, what, four of them, really, that to talk about.
2: Yeah, really. So she won't get
1: lost in the shuffle, but I could see her dropping the title. I could see her kind of doing photo shoots on WWE.com kind of stuff, like what Caitlyn's doing right now. Well, hopefully it's not too serious and it won't keep her out for too long. Yeah. You know? We know she can cut a promo, so maybe she can do that. That's true, yeah. You that's know? true, yeah. Well, uh, hope for the best. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Trending television.
1: What? What's that about?
0: Nielsen Media Research has debuted their new Twitter television ratings. The first run of the system has shown no direct correlation between the top rated shows and the most tweeted shows. Nielsen has gone on record to say that they make no claims of heavily tweeted shows correlating to viewership, but rather they use the ratings as a tool for advertisers to see what shows are being talked about the most. Now, WWE consistently has many topics trending during their shows, most specifically on Monday nights during Raw, so I can only imagine this is going to help them in some aspects.
1: Oh, with advertisers, 100%. I mean, that's what advertisers look at. Hey, how many people are actually talking about what we're going to buy into? Yeah. And... I mean, almost, it seems honestly every other segment is trending worldwide. You know, you start with Triple H, yeah. then you go into maybe something with the great or the uh, real Americans, then you go into Dolph Ziggler, and that's trending. You know, it's just.
0: Yeah, and I agree. If, if nothing else, this shows uh, even if ratings are not, and we'll get further into this in the news, but even if ratings aren't great at the moment, it shows what ratings could be. Because, yeah, so if out of, let's say we got. Ten friends in our group of friends, which we don't, but right. We, let's say far less. Let's say there's ten of us. Two of us are only watching Raw that night, but we start tweeting about it. Our other friends are gonna start talking about it, right. so they're gonna see there's potential that ten people could be watching this at some point in the future if you're gonna, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Uh, if you want to get into this, but you know, so that's I, I can see how that would not necessarily have a correlation between what's rated high and what's actually being talked about.
1: Right, but. because then so. Going with that example a little bit farther, you know, two people are only watching it, and then they tweet about it, and then the four other friends start, you know, reading it, and then the next week they're watching. Right. And now you've just increased because of Twitter.
0: And I've always wondered if they, they talk a lot about these ratings, and again, we'll talk more about the ratings soon, but like, uh, they say much like, okay, the ratings were really down this week, so what do we do this week that sucked? Are we sure that it's what we were doing this week, or was it what we were doing... Last week.
1: Right. Yeah. I don't want to tune in next week if I just see something boring this right. week. Right.
0: Do they? I, I, you got to think somebody's smart enough to figure that out. Yeah. Let's hope so. And gotten into that. But yeah. I don't know. Well, we'll move on. Ooh, hot off the press. Fighting fire with flames. Okay. E well, Wrestling News reports that last week's segment featuring Paul Heyman teasing a marriage proposal to Ryback, only to ask him if he would become a Paul Heyman guy was pitched by a member of WWE Creative in response to Vince McMahon demanding that they write a spectacle that would draw viewers away from ESPN's Monday Night Football game during halftime of that game.
1: Well, that makes sense. And the number one guy I think of uh, to use outside of wrestlers is Paul Heyman. Yeah. You know, And uh, that was a great segment. I thought it was hilarious. I thought it was tongue-in-cheek. I thought there was a lot of innuendos. I thought it was delivered great. Uh, even Punk when he came in faking the injury, that was a spectacle in itself. I really thought he was hurt there yeah. for a solid maybe fifteen to twenty seconds. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I thought the whole segment was great yeah. for what Vince was wanting to it's, it's, uh, accomplish.
0: Yeah, it's good to see that they're that he's making them think, do something that's gonna catch people's eye when they're channel surfing now.
1: Right. You know, the like this is what you have to deal is, with. I wish Vince would challenge them every week. Do something. Maybe not with Heyman. Maybe not with Punk. Maybe not with Triple H. You know, do something with Zack Ryder. Yeah. Well, you got to think strategically, too. Okay, when are times that we're going to catch
0: viewers that aren't mm-hmm. watching now? Mm-hmm. When are people going to be channel surfing?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: times of games because yep. you're contending with football now, and that's yep. always a worry. Uh, during times when shows are going off, maybe yeah. maybe change your clock. Talk to USA Network and say... You know, I, I know advertisers, so there's a different deal there, but can we change our clock to be on a little bit longer when other things are in commercial? I mean, right. you got to do some creative things here.
1: Yeah, you know, and they, they're very creative people. Obviously, they've been around for this long. They're, they've done something, right? Uh, but, yeah, I, I just wish that they would always be challenged. Okay, this week your challenge is maybe not spectacle, but deliver a five-star match. I don't care who it is. Get Brian and Punk, do something. Each week there should be a goal this week we want this instead of what I feel like right now is the problem man, we're just continuing a storyline
0: are you trying to tell me that the great collie isn't putting on five star matches right now
1: he killed two people you know that's <laughs> yeah, the only, he did He killed that's the only five star thing he's ever done is <laughs> killed two people I killed people yeah man. I
0: still can't get over that yeah Ugh. <laughs> guessing game
1: I love your headlines yeah, by you like the way. yes head. yes
0: Reddit user Dolphins1925 is back at it, correctly picking Dolph Ziggler, ADR, Curtis Axel, AJ Lee, the Rhodes family, Bray Wyatt, and CM Punk to win their matches at Battleground. Uh, Dolphins1925, the Reddit user who has caused quite the stir with his impressive streak of pay-per-view picks, allowing many to make money by betting on them, predicted Randy Orton to win the WWE title match, but claimed there would be a, quote, twist to the match. In the past, Dolphins1925 has made statements claiming he is posting these pics to demonstrate how easily creative information is being leaked from individuals inside WWE.
1: Oh, I wonder who he is. Because my mind goes, Dolphin obviously goes to Miami. That's where I go.
0: I also see Dolph. Well, hey. And we know he's been under some hot water lately. But would he be
1: privy to... No, I don't think he's that dumb. But my thought is, it's... Well, I just also don't know that he'd be privy to all of these Yeah, that's decisions. true. How would, how would Dolph Ziggler ever know yeah. what Triple H's storyline is?
0: 1925.
1: I don't know anything about that. But where my mind goes is, Dolphin, I go to Miami, I think Florida, I think of NXT, I think of Dusty Rhodes, all of those guys. Somewhere in there, they're hearing what WWE's doing, and then they're right. going, You idiots, we're down here in Florida yeah. and we know about this.
0: Here. Yeah, and more of that story too is, I mean, he correctly picked everything except the title match. And the word is that they only told pretty much the people involved in the match how that would actually yeah. end. Yeah. Yeah. So they told everybody else, right. "Oh, Randy Orton's gonna win it, but there will be some twists." So, yeah. This guy's getting good info. He's he's involved. He's plugged in somehow, mm-hmm. and people are telling what's happening. And that's what he's claiming is his purpose is trying to show WWE, "Hey, shore your stuff up," mm-hmm. because you know, yeah, what I mean? like mission, people are talking.
1: His mission seems. Good. It seems like, hey, you know, I love this business. Stop telling me, you know, this stuff. I shouldn't know this. You know, the only people that should know this are the people that are actually doing it or the writers. So why? I'm assuming again that he's within the company. You Mm -hmm. know, why am I in Florida hearing about what Dolph Ziggler is going to do? It's you, isn't it? I wish it was. Yeah. Man, I
0: would. I'm going to start following this guy and start making some bets.
1: Yeah. Yeah. When does he post them? I don't know. If you post them... I think it's shortly before. Yeah, if you post them like, you know... But
0: some people have been making money off of it, and that's kind of what he's trying to say is, people are leaking stuff out, and Mm -hmm. there's a reason they're doing it. Mm. (laughs) Healthcare or wrestling? Wrestling. Mm. Due to the government shutdown, members of the American Armed Forces stationed overseas were unable to see WWE Battleground or NFL football on Sunday, events that are normally shown for free on the American Forces Network.
1: Really? Yep. Wow. How about that? Ah, that's interesting.
0: Yeah. So because they're fighting this health care so much, they shut down the government. Uh, you could say it's both sides' fault, but right. the Republicans shut down the government <laughs> because they don't like this health care thing that right. is was passed. As, we won't get into politics. Yeah,
1: we won't get right, into politics because so we, won't we get could politics, go on but Yeah,
0: on so now people, and I used to be in that situation. Yeah. Right? It was a great... Part of uh, is what I considered a benefit. I got to see WrestleMania for free. Yeah. I got to whatever because I was stationed over there in Germany. Now it was on at like some weird hour hey, night, But Hey, still it's free, it. and yeah. you're
1: getting you know shot at, and uh, hey, yeah. the least we could do. I never was shot at. Well, <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah. Military. Yeah. You're risking your life regardless of what you even do, uh, as long as you're in the military, and uh. Yeah, why can't we give you WrestleMania for free, for God's sakes?
0: Yeah. yeah, Come on. Yeah, I think it's stupid. Come on. Again, we'll we'll avoid politics and we'll just move on. Come on. Come on. WWE Impact? Uh Mm Uh-oh. Give that to me. The Sports Legacy Institute announced recently that it will honor WWE with its 2013 Impact Award, which recognizes organizations and individuals for their commitment to solving the concussion epidemic. WWE is being recognized for its commitment to brain trauma research as well as its commitment to concussion education.
1: Well, yeah, and man, unfortunately for AJ, but conveniently for WWE, what great timing that was. You know, hey, we're taking hey, look, one of our yeah. champs off TV because they have a concussion. Well, it's
0: just the right thing to do. I mean, in, in the past, you know, and the older wrestlers will probably say, you know, you just wrestled, I was tough, you wrestled yeah. the pain, but that's stupid.
2: Yeah, that's very dumb.
0: stupid. And during this time it'll help we'll build up somebody in your absence. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's it's just don't don't shorten your career because you're afraid of shortening your career. Does that make any sense? Exactly. Like, and and here's just, the don't. thing
1: that I always think is interesting. You know, cut a promo. Mm-hmm. Make your character real. You yeah. know? I I always if you're hurt, for example, Stone Cold Steve Austin, the greatest period of his career was when he was hurt, yeah. and Vince was like, we're not letting you wrestle. Yeah. Damn it, I'm going to wrestle. Blah, 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 blah. And there, boom, Austin, yeah. not Austin 316 was already born, but then the megastar yes. of Stone Cold took off. Do something that, you know, yeah. obviously you can't recreate you know that, and but do even, something um, of that Even effect. Anderson, uh, you
0: know, the execution was a little poor in TNA, but when he had the concussion, mm-hmm. he kind of was playing off too. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like I, I want to wrestle, they're not letting me. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, you can play with it. You can do stuff exactly. with it. Exactly. You can acknowledge it. Take somebody it. under your wing and say, well, I can't wrestle right now, but I know somebody who can You got Tamina with you already anyway. Yeah. Have her wrestle in your stead.
1: Yeah. And she's you know a mean? heel. You could play up that maybe it wasn't real at all. You know, yeah. obviously backstage, we know it's real. True. But to us, we don't know. Yeah. And so play up that it maybe wasn't. And
0: yeah, this, that's what, it doesn't have to, you don't have to be scared of losing your spot. Right. And that's, I'm glad WWE's Taking this on like that, yeah. <laughs> the Great Escape? Ooh. According to the Times of India, WWE prevented the Great Kali from accepting a featured role in the new Sylvester Stallone and Arnold Schwarzenegger film, Escape Plan. Stallone apparently offered Kali a prominent role in the film, but due to the exclusivity of Kali's deal with WWE, he could not accept it. Stupid! Why wouldn't you let him go do that? Why
1: would you not let him go do that? That's only good
0: publicity for you, right? Yes. Even work it into the deal, if you get an offer from another place and you're going to take it, we get 1%. Right. Something. Something. It's revenue. Yeah. Nobody's like, you're not going to look bad because you let the Great Khali star in another
1: movie that you didn't do anything with. Great Khali's been in another movie while under a WWE contract. He was in Get Smart with Steve Carell where he was like this... Obviously, this huge giant of a man, you know, he's I can, typecasted. But I,
0: I can only think this has something to do with WWE Studios or WWE Films not having a good working relationship with the one Stallone's dealing with. Here. Maybe. And it's more of a pissing match, yeah, than it is about him and his exclusivity of his but, deal. But
1: you know, if I'm WWE Films or WWE Studios or whatever it's called, let him go out there. If he's great, guess what? Now we've got a movie with him. And if he sucks, great. Great. Guess what? We ain't gonna do a movie with him. yeah. yeah. It's a win-win for you. Yeah. It's
0: stupid. I don't. I mean. Yeah. It's I gonna
1: be. It. It'll probably be a win because those type of guys. Look, as much as I hate Great Khali in wrestling, you know I liked him in the longest yard. He serves yard. a
0: purpose in the movies. He's yeah. an Intimidating force. In the longest big...
1: yard, I thought he was a great. Yes. You know, absolutely. But. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Best for business, but not for ratings.
1: No, okay, go ahead, but no.
0: The September 30 edition of Raw got a 2.7 cable rating, which is said to be the show's lowest rating since 1997. Yeah, I can tell you why. And this reportedly has WWE creative considering rushing out of Vince McMahon television return. No! This is and what it tells me. furthermore, too, go I ahead. just saw the news, too, that uh, last night's rating was even worse than that. Or Mondays, I guess it's right. Wednesday now, but Mondays,
1: yeah. No, ah, ah! Here's what your issue is. It's not Daniel Bryan. It's not Randy Orton. It's not even Triple H and Stephanie. All great, great talent. It's this. It's, hey, we're at the end of our CM Punk Paul Heyman storyline, but we don't really know what to do, so here's another whatever. Here's more CM Punk Paul Heyman. Right, which doesn't go anywhere. You know, there's nothing new and fresh. Or, hey, uh, Daniel Bryan... What? They're not doing anything with any of these guys. They're stale storylines. Right. And as for me, the wrestling fan, like you mentioned earlier, if I'm not interested this week, I'm not going to be interested next week. Especially when I tune in and see the same damn thing. Yeah. I'm just going to wait for the pay-per-view and go, well, something will happen there. Yeah. And if I hear about something through Twitter, well, then I might tune in.
0: Yeah. Here's something WWE creative has never seemed to grasp their minds around. Stopping the storyline when when you realize it's not working. Yeah. You realize last week your ratings are dipping. You gave us the same stuff this week. You try to continue the same storyline.
1: Exactly. Line.
0: Change the storyline. Yeah. Start something new. Get yeah. one of the other characters
1: and just start something new. Throw something against the wall. And, you know what and, I mean, like try it. And they ha- yeah like one thing you could easily do to get away from the authority storyline that's so heavy, which I like, I personally do like, but if you're part of the you know advertiser slash creative, you know, those those both kind of guys that yeah. they have on the team, uh, hey, guess what? Now Randy Orton is just going to beat the crap out of everyone. Yeah. He's just going to go and RKO everyone in front of their mother, in front of their wives, go to their house. And then you got rid of the authority, but you still have RKO Randy yeah. Orton going crazy. You know, they, they constantly talk about how they attribute, this,
0: they attribute this to the stars. They're like, well, you're not garnering, yeah, you're no. not drawing you also have to give them something to work right. with. Right, yeah. Right now you've got Daniel Bryan leading yes Chance everywhere. People are telling people, I'm telling people, I see that, hey, wrestling, as far as like how it's going on, I'm telling people, this is some of the best it's been since the Attitude Era right. days. Right, exactly. So I'm telling these people that you're not giving us something to make it worth their time now.
1: There's only so long that you like chanting yes. Right. And if, if it becomes stale and, uh, again, we're doing yes, Okay, yes. Oh, yeah. wait a minute. Triple H said uh, for the Shield to beat up wrestler
0: A, B, or C. Ah. You know what they You know what they got caught in? They were trying to dangle the carrot a little too long. Yep. And now we don't want the fucking carrot
1: anymore. Right, yeah, exactly. It's yeah. just, okay, cool. Well, now we're just going to move on to something else. And unfortunately for TNA, they can't pick up the ball and say, come over here. So we go, you know what? Then I'm going to watch Monday Night Football or I'm going to watch... You know, fill in the blank. Modern Family, whatever yeah, other exactly. show is out there. Yeah, and, and and then I'll tune back in when or I'll when watch it later to... on
0: my DVR. Right. So here's what I think too. I don't know how much they count these DVR things, but what you might be catching is people are like, well, I can catch wrestling later on the internet or DVR. Yeah. Because right now I want to watch this instead. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So that's where part of the problem lies, I think. But I think the the most Uh, issue I have with these ratings and oh god we need Cena and Vince back is well yeah it's always great to have Cena and Vince as far as for the casual fan but man you don't need them as much if you wrote better for other people and here's the issue we maybe don't know You know, maybe creative is saying, hey, Daniel Bryan, here's the ball, run with it. And he's going, no, 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 this is working. We don't know that.
0: Yeah, we don't know that. We're assuming, though. they should have gave him the title, moved on in the storylines, have another person take him on, or have the authority try to gain it back. Something like move the storyline along Mm -hmm. instead of keep, like I said, dangling that carrot in front of us. Like, hey, guys, like Daniel Bryan, oh, we're not going to give it to him. Okay, here we go. Oh, we're not going to give it to him. You suck. It's what's happened. I don't think it's completely the fault of the talent. Mr. 90 Days. Yeah. PW Insider reports the details of Rob Van Dam's WWE contract. The parties reportedly agreed upon RVD working in 90-day increments and then having some time off in between. It is said that RVD and Triple H arranged this deal and Vince McMahon signed off on it. Another part of the deal is that RVD would be allowed to work for other companies during these times off, provided he did not appear on any of their TV or DVD releases. And WWE reportedly wants to book RVD for another run through Royal Rumble and Extreme Rules, which is a time frame longer than 90 days. RVD is reportedly considering not resigning as he was unhappy with the latest run, and now the company wants to deviate from the original agreement.
1: Whoa. Hold on. What was he unhappy about? I mean, he came in on a, on a rocket. Yeah,
0: on a heater. Yeah. And, and he gets w- a world title shot.
1: Yeah. And I just really if,
0: didn't do anything. But same thing, it was um, they kept
1: pushing it. They ran that storyline too long. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I I always felt like the payoff was Ricardo screws over RVD, and now you have a two-headed monster against RVD. And in my mind, okay, I understand in my fantasy world of booking, it's so easy, but for WWE, I kind of feel like it should be. My payoff would have been, and this is just stay with me for a second. My payoff would have been Ricardo turns on RVD at this last pay-per-view P- battleground, right? Right. And on SmackDown and Raw, they're just beating him up. But 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 I want one last shot. Now I need my revenge because I got screwed over by you, Ricardo, right? Yeah. Comes out to the pay-per-view. Bill Alfonso's out, right? Yeah. You know, yeah. you know, Ricardo, you sucked. You were never good. You know why I never yeah, got the title? Yeah. It's cuz you weren't as good as Bill Alfonso. And you have him with the whistle, and then you could have Bill Alfonso and Ricardo Rodriguez do something in the ring true. that would make it great for the old-time fans and the fans that watch now. And then you give RVD the title, and then, you know, then he could go heel and turn on Bill Alfonso. There's so many things you could have done, but instead it was no, he just doesn't beat him again. Yeah, Submission. exactly. Yeah. Oh, God bless America. Yeah, it that seems sucks. like
0: lazy and not long-term thinking booking. Exactly. That's what I feel is the problem. No Cena, no C-Notes. <laughs> yeah. The Wrestling Observer reports that WWE doctors did, in fact, clear John Cena to return to in-ring action for the Hell in a Cell pay-per-view on October 27th. His injury was originally reported to sideline Cena until the Royal Rumble time frame, but many feel that the recent drastic ratings decline and the reports of pay-per-view buyers feeling alienated for recent pay-per-view results have caused WWE to rush Cena's return.
1: HGH is a hell of a drug. Isn't it? <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I, anything is possible to me with how medicine uh, advances every single day. Honestly, I feel like there's going to be a time where it's like, oh man, you know, quarterback for the Chiefs rips his pectoral ACL and MCL. Back next week. <laughs> you yeah. Know what I mean, like, it won't matter yeah. what you do to your body. You're, you're going to die a lot sooner than you probably should have. But guess but we what? We get you up and We're running. We're going to get you up and yeah. running the next day.
0: It's like on, a, on Varsity Blues, man, when they yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And so
1: we'll find out in 10 years if Cena's arm falls off, you know? hey, that was probably the stupid thing to do. Yeah. But for right now, it, what was the rating? A yeah. two-point something? Yeah. You know, so next week we need it back to a three.
0: Well, my friend Dan the Cannon said this too. He said, especially in a Hell in a Cell match, he can kind of take it easy on that side. You mm-hmm. can have him throw his other side into the ring. Mm-hmm. He can land on his other side. And it's not a, uh, a typically grind-out, mat-based wrestling match, so you're mm-hmm. not going to put a lot of stress on that arm. It's going to be a couple brawling spots, mm-hmm. so you can kind of... Not work that side a whole lot, and right. bring him back, yeah, he's cleared to do some stuff, maybe, but uh he brought up too that um he's probably hasn't been able to work out a lot, so he might not be uh completely jacked for this either, I mean obviously, you're not gonna lose that much mass in that time frame, but
1: yeah, and that's true and and the good thing, you know, obviously they put him in there with a great guy in Alberto del Rio, as far as the character, very stale, but as far as a worker and someone who will protect Cena perfect you know so uh, it's good for both parties like i said hgh is a hell of a drug but
0: uh is there going to be a tease of some cross arm breaker here though that's, that's
1: well all Rios. yeah but the way he does it honest to god you're yeah, it's just not laying, gonna hurt yeah, right you're yeah. just laying your arm on yeah, it's his not gonna hurt his crotch. Elbow. Yeah. you know what i mean yeah you're yeah. not gonna be pulling on it
0: yeah we'll see i guess you're not gonna be pulling on his cross? the arm not oh, the crotch uh. <laughs> <laughs> Twelve-step stumble. Yeah? Huh? Yeah. WWE agent Michael P.S. Hayes has been suspended.
1: <laughs> what? Okay, go ahead, Repo- and then I'll say it. Reports
0: originally surfaced recently that Michael Hayes was off of the road for, quote, personal reasons. Yeah, he's a dick. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, yeah, personally an <laughs> asshole. Uh, later, information leaked that Hayes was suspended after offering alcohol to WWE diva Rosa Mendez, who was out of action for some time in rehab for alcohol problems.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Like, hey, you struggle with this? Well, let's sit and talk about it over a beer. <laughs> well, and I'm sure he was
0: trying to to get yeah. her drunk to mm-hmm. do what he does to divas, right. reportedly. There's a consistent thing about him. Yeah uh insinuating to divas that they'd get over quicker if they were to provide certain favors to him.
1: Right. He here's the thing. Uh and and this is purely from a fan standpoint. So obviously, I don't know what Michael Hayes does with the wrestlers as far as, you know, helping with gimmicks or helping with moves and all of that, but purely from a fan standpoint, I hate him on the DVDs. Yeah. I hate him on the like their legendary or the legends round table. Yeah. I don't like him. I okay, you know what, wrestling fan who's listening, you're probably gonna hit me in the face for this, but I hated the Freebirds. Really? They sounded to me.
0: They, well when I caught them again too, it was kinda of the end of their thing. When they first came out they were kind of revolutionary. It was the first real faction. Yeah, but... They were the first ones to use music. I get that, but that doesn't mean they were really that good.
1: Right. Yeah, just because <laughs> you were the first to do something doesn't mean you're the best at in, it. In fact, you're usually not Right.
0: when you're so, the first to do something.
1: I don't like him on when he's featured on the DVD for even Triple H. He just, ugh, get off the screen. I don't like you. You're stupid. When he's at the Hall of Fame dressed in turquoise and gator skin... He looks
0: like that old guy who's hanging out at the club.
1: Yeah, that
0: shouldn't be there.
1: Right, like, hey, uh, the old guy in the corner, he needs to go, so this place is cool again. But I just dislike him. I don't like him. So, in just a fan standpoint, again, good. Guess what? Fire him. Get Get back Bruce Pritchard. Yeah, you know, just do something. Get him back and fire Hayes. I would much rather have him in the organization. Hey, but if
0: Hayes has been off the road and now we're seeing a ratings decline, it must be Michael P.S. Hayes, man. Get yeah. him back. Yeah? yeah. All right, we're going to take a break, man. Uh, and we're going to come back and we're going to talk about Battleground and how we did on our picks.
1: Yeah, let's do that ASAP. Yeah.
0: <laughs> After this, on the Trending Topics Network, on the Spanish Announce Table.
3: With the edge Trending Topics Network dot com. You say you need a good reason to check out the trendingtopicsnetwork.com? Well, I've got five. Number one, Fight Show Live. Masters in the business of beatdown, Ozone and T Mac bring you all things MMA. Number two, trending mobile technology. Piper the DJ takes a bite out of the mobile space every week as he gives you Android, iOS, Microsoft, and Blackberry. Number three, the real news. MJR shares politics and current events, the only way he knows how unbiased and honestly number four the Spanish announce table Captain Awesome and Team Act are slamming your face through a table full of wrestling knowledge every week as they break down WWE and TNA Number five, Old School at the Movies. Mr. Old School and his panel of critics are your one-stop shop for all your movie needs as they give you box office hits, DVD releases, even Netflix and the bargain bin. TrendingTopicsNetwork.com. Better check in every day because you never know what's going to be trending next.
0: on the Spanish announce table if you can dig that sucker I know you like this song
1: I love it yeah top five for me
0: it is just a cool groove It makes you feel cool yeah which is hard to do when it's considering who we're talking
1: about. Yeah, I know. Jeez. <laughs> but it, it feels timeless. Like, I seriously feel like if Big E Langston came out to this song, I'd be like, yeah, it's 2013. It makes total sense. Yeah. And this song came out, what, 94?
0: Yeah, this is, yeah, it doesn't have a a time frame. Feel now, right, it,
1: yeah. obviously to me, it, does, it doesn't sound like the 70s. You know right, what I mean? Yeah, I'm right. talking like from when it started to now, it's kind of just, yeah. Yeah. It could start right now and I'd be like. Oh, that's a good one for Big E. Yeah, that's exactly. a good one for Titus O'Neil, or even, you know, that's a good one for R Truth. hmm Just a good song. There
0: you go, Booker T. Starting the new nation of domination. Have them all coming out of this. I'm telling
1: thing. you, the yeah. new Harlem Heat, the new nation of domination. Why not? You got the real Americans. Eventually, they can only go against so many Mexicans. You gotta turn them against the black guys, and there you go. Gosh, that would be a sandstorm of just I political know. hotness. I know. I know, oh. but that's what wrestling is at its core. It's always good guy versus bad guy, white guy versus black guy. You know, it, it's all those stereotypes against each other. That's what it's always been. And uh, I think that's a perfect. I think that's a perfect faction for the real Americans to get heat again. Yeah, I mean, it would get some heat. Zeb Ew. Coulter. Zeb Coulter goes up against Booker T backstage with a with a really knife edge promo that really cuts deep mm-hmm. and then he goes oh what you think you could take my guys no I don't think I could but I got two guys who would bring in R-Truth and Biggie Langston mm, boom I know but what did happen man my writing is
0: awesome what did happen <laughs> battleground Yeah. we had a pay per view well I don't know if I would pay to view it <laughs> yeah, again I, I, it was, I viewed it but yeah. I don't know that I paid for it <laughs> All right, Battleground, the kickoff show begins. We have Josh Matthews, Miz, Titus O'Neil, and Tensai on the panel. Tensai's in a suit and glasses. He doesn't have any of that writing on his face. Cleaned up kind of nice. Anyway, we move on. We get Damian Sandow versus Dolph Ziggler for the kickoff show. Um, Sandow cuts a promo saying when he cashes in, he will be a champion that the people can model their lives after. He says he will be watching the World Heavyweight title match later, and if it goes how he thinks it will... It may not be the last time we see him tonight. Ooh. Uh, now, this is a great match, as you can only expect. They traded offense back and forth. The crowd was really into it. I, I like this kickoff show. It's a great idea.
1: It is a great idea. I still feel, to me, those two guys are above, above that. that. Well, the whole thing is, for whatever reason,
0: you're always going to have somebody that's a great worker, mm-hmm. a couple people that are great worker, that didn't get on the card. Yeah. For whatever reason. Yeah, yeah. Creative Story didn't have anything line. for you, whatever. And this is great. Yep. It's always a great match. Mm-hmm. And it always, you know, they just put a lot. The announcers are into it because they're told to be. But yeah, I, uh, it's a great idea. But Sandow injures his knee, kayfabe, of course. But Dolph takes advantage of it, kicking the back of it and then hitting the zigzag for the pin. And your winner, Dolph Ziggler via pinfall. Now,
1: I found that interesting.
0: We had some picks. Yes. Uh huh. And let's see what we picked here.
1: <clears throat> let's see.
0: You picked Damian Sandow would win yeah, I by would pinfall yeah. because of a Dean Ambrose run-in. Yeah. I also picked Damian Sandow would win by pinfall because of an entire Shield run-in. This earned each of us a big fat zero points.
1: Yeah, yeah I wonder if Dolph Ziggler goes away from the whole authority storyline. Yeah, because they haven't mentioned that. Yeah. And then uh. we'll find out later on Monday Night Raw. He goes another match with Damian Sandow. Uh, And they're working well together. Uh, They're working great, but what does it do for Dolph Ziggler? Nothing.
0: That's what he's been getting lately. But we move on. We got the World Heavyweight Championship match, a battleground hardcore rules match featuring Rob Van Dam, Mr. Pay-Per-View, with Ricardo Rodriguez in tow, versus Alberto Del Rio. Now, being it's a hardcore match, we saw a chair, ladder, trash can, yeah, got those through the match. Ricardo even used uh, that little bucket that he used to carry around. Mm-hmm. He hit ADR with it while uh, while he had RVD in a cross-arm breaker. Yep. The announcers kept talking throughout this match about Damian Sandow and about how he's barely able to walk backstage after his knee injury in the match before. And, uh, and they keep talking about how this is going to prevent him from cashing in. Mm-hmm. But they keep talking about Sandow and his Money in the Bank briefcase. So I thought we're still going to see it.
1: And that's why right? they did it because, honestly... Let's be 100% frank. Uh, they don't talk about that. That's pretty much a match you forget about. Right. You know? Yeah. I mean, it really is. Yeah. Well, so um,
0: there were some good moves in this. RVD hit a split-leg moonsault on ADR who was laying on the ladder, Yeah. which was a good one. Uh, we got a frog splash on ADR outside of the ring with the ladder like in between them, like mm-hmm. laying on top of Alberto Del Rio. Some, some good hardcore stuff. Uh, ADR ended up getting the cross-arm breaker on RVD while the chair was wrapped around his arm, and that forced RVD to give up. Tapped out. Your winner... Alberto Del Rio via submission.
1: And why, if it's a hardcore match, does Ricardo Rodriguez not do anything?
0: Well, he did. He came in and hit ADR with that bucket.
1: Well, I'm saying, but do it at the end when he's caught in the... uh, Yeah, uh, yeah,
0: yeah. Why didn't you save the match? Save the the match. Yeah, that's true. You're you're the manager. Yeah, that's true. I didn't think about that. Well, dumb, dumb. Rewind a week. We were talking about this match, and we were picking who was going to win, and I said Rob Van Dam would win by a clean pinfall and win the title. Mm-hmm. Didn't happen. Nope. I got
1: zero points. Yes, you did.
0: You said Ricardo Rodriguez would turn on Rob Van Dam. Did not happen.
1: Nope.
0: But you did say Alberto Del Rio would win, so you got your five points. hmm But you said it would happen by a pinfall. Ah! And it did not happen by a
4: pinfall. Damn!
0: So right now, you got a fat five points, and I got nothing.
1: Yeah. Nothing. Okay.
0: So we move on. We get Zeb Coulter and the Real Americans there in the back cutting a promo. He cuts a promo on Buffalo, New York, which is where the pay-per-view is, and this was a good one. He said their only claim to fame was a deep-fried chicken wing. He's like that's all it is. <laughs> and uh their we the people chant went over pretty big, and this is what you're always worried about. I mean, yeah. all the crowd chanted mm-hmm. along, so I don't know. Well, the only
1: way I think that chant if it does go over keeps with WWE using it is Whoever turns face, let's say Swagger or Cesaro, Uh he uses that against Zeb Coulter. Yeah, that could be You're not the people, we the the people, people, you know. Yeah, great English. Great Collie
0: Collie and Santino Moreira with Hornswoggle, your favorite, versus the Real Americans with Zeb Coulter. Now, we did not have this match in our picks because it was not on the card before.
1: And it was a good filler, but...
0: Well, this match, I mean, as expected, I mean, it's a pay-per-view match. You're going to have ups and downs. It went back and forth. But the high spot of this match, Antonio Cesaro gave the great Khali the giant swing. Which was amazing. Like 10 times even.
1: Yeah. So on the
0: great Khali round. The guy, when you talk about genetic freaks, Antonio Cesaro.
1: Yeah. Pound for pound, probably the strongest guy. Nearly 400 pounds. I would love to see like a... A workout competition, you know, like a, a oh, bench yeah. press and all that between Cesaro, Biggie Langston, and Cena. Yeah. Cena that'd be healthy. You yeah, know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cole said
0: Kali is so dizzy he thinks Runjan Singh is still with him, which I thought was funny. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Yeah. So Cesaro gets the pin after that. Winners the real Americans, uh via pinfall. Now this is I asked, and this is coming out in the newsletter that WWE is considering turning him face because this is getting such a big pop, but uh, that's why I said, is this finally gonna make the WWE brass give him a push? Cesaro, it's time. The guy's a monster, and everybody
1: recognizes him. He's it. a, gr- and he, and here's the thing. Okay, let's take away the big swing. He still has that uppercut from hell yes. that is just amazing, and then
0: he has a very unique move set.
1: Yeah, he, a very unique look, a unique he, sound. Like when he, I like when he's standing on the uh, second turnbuckle on the inside of the ring, and he grabs the guy from the outside of the ring yes. and suplexes. And him. here's the thing.
0: Here's what they look like their future's headed towards. Daniel Bryan, Dean Ambrose, Seth Rollins. Mm-hmm. All these indie guys that they've been bringing up. Who works great with these guys? Cesaro. Cesaro.
1: Cesaro has the match of the year, most say, with... Uh, in
0: NXT for guys. Yeah, in NXT, six, NXT with... with, with uh, Sami
1: Zayn. Sami Zayn, yeah. yeah.
0: I don't know. But we move on as we do. Our truth versus Curtis Axel, accompanied by Paul Heyman, for the Intercontinental Championship. Yeah, our truth got in a surprising amount of offense. We said this would be a minute long, but... Yeah,
1: I did. I thought it was going to be...
0: I mean, you know, it's pay-per-view. They're they're obviously not going to do that, but uh, Axel eventually wins clean after hitting his finisher. Do they have a name for that thing yet?
1: I don't think so. I don't think they do. Uh, No, I think it does. I just can't remember it. In NXT, it had a name. They don't...
0: uh, You know, they don't... Give finishers names. They don't call out the finishers anymore. It's not like that used to be the big thing of wrestling was yeah. your finisher, it had a name, it was unique to you, it had a style. It was, but they don't like somebody who hit their finisher and they'll just be like, oh, yeah. laid him out, been fall like the fandango like, is what you're kind of alluding well, that to. Too, yeah, there's yeah. a bunch of people, though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, like, so yeah, you've got Del Rio. They make sure it's the cross arm breaker every time, but
1: even that's not unique. That's actually what he's doing. That's an doing. actual move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give yeah. these moves a name. Even the shield, a triple power bomb. Well, give it something. You know? Yeah, I don't know. But anyhow, uh, let's see what our picks
0: were. All right, our picks were, both of us said Curtis Axel would win and a been Fall Clean.
1: And that's So what we
0: both got eight points.
1: Yay! So you're
0: up 13 to eight
1: Yes. at this moment. Yes, I am.
0: <laughs> and it only gets better.
1: Let's keep them going. Right. Let's keep them going. Let's keep them
0: going. We got Brie Bella, accompanied with her twin, Nikki, versus AJ Lee, who has Tamina Snuka alongside of her. for Snuka. the For the Divas Championship.
1: Snuka. Uh,
0: AJ dominated the early part of this match, for most of it, with a ground and pound. I mean, she's just laying it to her.
1: Well, let's be honest, Brie ain't doing too much yeah, offense not, or
0: defense, yeah, so yeah. you got to have that. Well, Brie Bella turned the tide and was in control when Tamina attacked Nikki Bella on the outside, distracting Bree, Distracted her long enough for AJ to sneak up behind and secure the victory with a roll-up. Mm-hmm. Once again, you're the roll-up. I don't even notice that. But, winner, AJ Lee via pinfall. Yeah. Now, we'll go back to our picks.
1: Let's go back to them picks.
0: You said AJ Lee would win clean, mm-hmm. so you got five points. Yeah, I did. But you said she would submit Brie with yeah. the widow's peak.
1: Yeah, I thought, yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah, I thought the widow's peak would be... Because she's been doing it a lot. Yeah. And I thought that'd be an easy move for her to do. So this moves you up to 18 points. Mm-hmm. I picked Brie Bella to win the match
0: Mm-mm. clean Mm-mm. with the new champion. Mm-mm. So I got a big old fat zero.
1: I'll tell you this. You always book the better matches.
0: But That's, it doesn't happen. It
1: never happens. Yeah. I I book or I pick the way I see it going from their crappy writing. Yeah. You, you pick as a fan... Like this would be awesome. Yeah, this is what still, they should do. Like I still feel like
0: this is the natural progression of the storylines. Mm-hmm. And the problem is they're not going with the natural progression of the storylines anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, especially the last two pay per views, they have just just crapped the bed
1: mm-hmm. with results. Yep.
0: They've just been kinda like everybody's been like,
1: What what? Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Why? But anyway. And you know why I think they do that? It's kind of side note. Yeah. So that the big four feel more special. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, we're going to we're going to bleh, we're going to bleh. But when it's SummerSlam, ha, ha, ha. Yeah, that's when true. it's Royal Rumble, ha, ha, ha. Yeah, but God, you could still But they're capable that. of doing that every pay-per-view. Yeah. Obviously, the Attitude Era. We I'm saw capable that. of doing it. Look yeah. Look at how I look at it. Yeah, look at how you do it.
0: So at any rate, we get uh, the Rhodes family. there in the back being interviewed by Renee Young. Cody said he would be lucky if he had half the charisma of his father. True. Mm-hmm. half the natural entering skill of his brother I think he probably does but <laughs> I'm sure he has at least half yeah. of the natural in oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. but he says he does have the spark of a Cuban mother which I didn't realize and the work ethic like no one else he said tonight they fight for their lives and for their families setting this up nice it was a good interview he even said we're not the perfect family and Golda's chimed in and went Argh. <laughs> like, right in the middle of it, which was good. It was a good little backstage thing. <laughs> but, again, this is where we were talking off air about how Michael Cole kind of misses the boat the sometimes moment. on telling the story. Because he could have came out and said, indeed, they are not the perfect family. But tonight, they might have to be perfect to beat the seemingly unbeatable shit. You know what I mean? Like, right. give us these. These are the things Jim Ross was great at.
1: Jim Ross made you a part of the moment. Yeah, Gorilla Monsoon oh was great God. at. Yeah, oh, you Gorilla was great. set the stage.
0: Yeah. You know what I mean? Use what they've said, turn it around, flip it, give us a tagline,
1: something. You know what I mean? And Cole's great at what he does. Cole's amazing, very underrated. However, he misses that spark to get the hardcore fan or even the casual fan in the moment. You don't go back and you can't really quote Yeah, you know what he's not doing?
0: Is is narrating. Right. He's not narrating.
1: Yeah. Telling a story, but he's narrating. So at any rate And there's a difference
0: We get Cody Rhodes and Goldust With Dusty Rhodes Alongside Dusty them the road. road. Versus Seth Rollins And Roman Reigns Who have Dean Ambrose Accompanying them The Rhodes come out To the American Dream Theme song mm-hmm. Yeah I like that Yeah the More cowbell Which yes. they keep saying Every time yep. The Shield controlled Most of the start of this match By isolating Goldust mm-hmm. Okay they're keeping him From making the tag He makes the hot tag To Cody Who turned the tide I wrote this down too uh, I'd like to see one of these hot tags that they always do in a tag team match prove useless, right? <laughs> I mean, they're beating a guy forever. The guy's on the outside, slap, the crowd's behind him, right? They Boom. tag him. He jumps in, and they knock him out and pin him, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's
1: like just so everybody's like, "Yeah, yeah what? What? Man. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> well, just I mean, imagine happen. the heat, right? Well, what could happen in the year of the roll-up? Yeah, it you could know, happen jump in the year in, of the whoop. roll-up. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Just once. Yeah. You never see that. The hot tag always. Ignites
0: always the gives, yeah. Always gives what it promises. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'd like to see it Not. just once, because imagine the crowd will be like stunned.
1: Yeah. Just like, <gasps> you know, who it could happen to if they ever turn uh, baby face? babyface three and B. That, mm-hmm. That'd be the only tag team yeah. that would ever happen to.
0: Yeah. Well, okay, so uh, Dusty Rhodes holds off Dean Ambrose on the outside, mm-hmm. uh, while Goldust and Roman Reigns fight on the outside, allowing Cody Rhodes to hit Seth Rollins with the crossroads mm-hmm. for the pin. See. There is a name for the finisher. Right. And you can call it Crossroads. Oh, my God. Pinfall. You know what I mean? Like, instead of, oh, man, he slammed him to the mat. (laughs) There he pins. (laughs) Give it a name. It's something that, you know, and it's something that sticks in your head. So every time you see it, you think, Crossroads. It's like when, you know what I mean? Stone Cold. Stone Cold. I Mm -hmm. mean, it's something that you just hear over guys. It's conditioning. It's conditioning. Yeah. Whatever. Your winner's. Cody Rhodes and Goldust—they have jobs again. Yes. Yeah. Let's go back to Everybody's our next <gasps> Do we have to? Nobody's yeah, interested. Yeah. Let's go in back to our. Picks. Nobody's interested. In I
1: this. think they are. Nobody's interested. I am.
0: <laughs> you said the Rhodes family would win. Yes. Uh huh. You said there would be a run-in sort of of Dusty Rhodes, which I didn't give you the points for because he just kind of held. Yeah, yeah, something. yeah. It, yeah it didn't but there was the pinfall, so you got the five and the three. You mm-hmm. have the eight points.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So now you're. <laughs> Just kicking my my behind here because I said the Shield would win via a pinfall because of a Dustin Rhodes heel turn. And that's cooler. Now, but here's the thing. As I said, like later that night, I started thinking about it. I was like, that's not going to really work because you got to get them jobs first. You know what I mean? Because then right. where do you go with the Cody Rhodes thing? I mean, you can always explain it away in the storyline, but yeah. it made more sense. Have them win. I still think this Dustin Rhodes heel turn is going to come. Eventually. Eventually. Yeah. Yeah. So, I got a zero points. Aha! Out of five matches we've had so far, I've gotten zeros in four of them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing so well. No, no, you're not. On Battleground. This isn't proven to be much of a battle. <laughs> so, uh, we go to the back and they point out that uh, no championship has changed hands tonight. But by the end of the night, we
1: will see a new WWE champion. Has mm-hmm. to happen. Yep. You got a vacant title. Oh, one thing, though, uh, with the Rhodes... Uh... Match is at the end, a uh, bunch of the talent comes out. That's true, yeah. The, a, yeah. And, and celebrates. Martin
0: Anderson I, was out there. I think
1: adds that, hey, you know, the authority or the man yeah. or whatever they're calling him uh, is, is it, we all hate him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I like that a little yeah, touch yeah. to it. Then we also get
0: Brad Maddox, the Mad Ox. He's in the back talking on the phone. Of course. Uh huh. Informing someone that the Rhodes family has just won, but that the rest of the night will go smoothly. I promise, I promise. Vicky comes in, he tells her he was just talking to Triple H. He says, Triple H, Stephanie had to leave the building and and needs her help to make sure the night goes smoothly. And she says, oh, you want my help now? This is all on you. And she laughs as she walks away. And I think this is a good spot where we're going to take a break because we're running kind of long here. Mm -hmm. But we're going to come back. We're going to finish up our our picks. See if I can make any ground. You won't. We're going to finish up Battleground. Talk about how that went. I don't know, man. I might... We at least get two points. Maybe. Yeah, maybe I don't know, but that's all when we come back to the Spanish announce table. On the- oh. Yeah. Yeah. Great song. Anyway. that one too. On the Spanish announce table on the trending topics network.
4: Mixed Martial Arts has found a home in Kansas City. Fight Show Live with Ozone and Tina. Tune in every Sunday night at 8 as they cover the cage with news, commentary, calls, and big-name interviews. Oh, my God! Heel
2: to
3: the jaw. How good was that?
4: Experts in the business of beatdown. He
3: paused with the left and bang, right on the jaw.
4: Fight Show Live with Ozone and Tina. Sunday nights at 8 on Sports Radio 1025, The Fan. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Happy birthday to the late
1: Eddie Guerrero.
0: I believe I saw that in the news. Today would have been the anniversary of his birth. I think there were some tweets from Vicky and Chavo. I know, right? I mean, you... Every time somebody mentions Eddie Grail, it's like a cliche that you have to mention that, but he really was at the height of of how great he was being. You know, what I mean, like
1: he, he was finally been, getting the push,
0: yeah. Like, and he was he was just on top of his game.
1: It'd be like it, it would be. I mean, for people who maybe are new to wrestling, yeah. you know, because he died what 2005? Yeah, it a while back. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. It was. It's, it's been a couple of years. You know, yeah. for people who are maybe newer to the uh, profession of wrestling. Yeah. It would be as if Dolph Ziggler passing away. He was yeah. getting to that
0: pinnacle. Yeah. Or even a- if Daniel Bryan passed away tomorrow.
1: Yeah, well yeah. You know I mean? yeah like yeah, just yeah.
0: well, because somebody's been in there a long time, right. done dirt, finally built up, Got Was finally getting his that moment. big dog push. Yeah, yeah. Was clicking on all cylinders mm-hmm. and then just ugh. And
1: then taken away from us. Yeah. And he was great. He's honestly in ring. Oh, the Latino heat 10. stuff
0: was great. Yeah, in ring he was great. The Latino Heat stuff that he was doing was great. And, I mean, he just got it at that point. Mm-hmm. He was really just that character, and he was selling it, and he was going over great. God, I love when he, when he first started having that attitude of, I'm cooler than you. Yes. And, and you know, The Rock was around. It was all about the people's elbow, the people's eyebrow, the people's champion. Mm-hmm. And he had said, Hey, some people call this, the people's essay. <laughs> just
1: great, dude. The guy yes. was wonderful. He was amazing. And
0: it sucks that he's gone. But, I mean, Definitely. you can only say that so many times. But the here and now, Battleground. Yes. The next matchup, another one we did not have in our picks, Kofi Kingston versus Bray Wyatt.
1: Yeah. Yeah? And and for someone of Bray Wyatt's caliber, and maybe, I don't know, I feel like I'm almost getting off the Bray Wyatt train because they're not doing anything with them. Right. But why a guy so edgy, so cool, so much intrigue, Would you just throw a match in there for? Yeah, I I get it for the guys like Curtis Axel, where it's like, hey, I'm a great wrestler. I can wrestle any night of the week. Okay, well here you go. Okay, cool. Well, I can do the match. Yeah, but for Bray Wyatt, I think what I saw in the um, why would you do that?
0: I think what I saw in the news was that they laid out their plans and realized, oh crap we don't have enough you know we don't have enough we need to fill some time
1: because if you if you're going from a purely shoot standpoint let's all say that pro wrestling's real okay mm-hmm. and bray white is who he is yeah. why would he just agree to show up to do a match yeah when every monday night he's doing these promos from his house, house or whatever where, you know what i mean and
0: yeah let's say it's again it's complete shoot this is real mm-hmm. why are they there yeah i mean i guess you can make the claim that people show up because some people might fall off the card, and if you're right. around, they might yeah. stick you on there, but yeah, I don't know, but, Anyhow. um, Bray White. now, during Kofi's entrance, I heard the commentators, for the second time, refer to Triple H and Stephanie as the authority, and I think they continued calling them this over yeah. on Raw, yeah. so I guess that's what they're calling them now, the authority.
1: I like it a little bit. I mean, bit. it makes
0: sense, mm-hmm. it's, you don't want to call them the corporation, and what are you going to call them, the powers that be? I mean, the authority works, I guess.
1: Well, the powers that be have already been used. Remember when Vince Russo oh, was the uh, yep. secret uh-huh. booker
0: for Jeff Jarrett? Yeah, yeah. Well, so this is a good match to watch. I mean, you know, these guys know what they're doing. Uh, at one point, man, Bray does, you know, he leans over backwards in the mm-hmm. corner like he always does. Uh, he lets go, and he starts walking upside down. like this. It's like an inverted crab. They called it a monkey walk later. It's crazy. But He's nuts. And it sucks because he kind of screwed up. He fell.
1: But it's okay. And rolled
0: over. But yeah, I mean, it's it's he's a freak. And Kofi even rolled out looking at him like, he's a freak. Yeah, like, yeah. what are you what doing? What am I doing with this yeah. guy? So uh, Bray eventually gets the win after countering the SOS into the Sister Abigail, which they did not call the Sister Abigail's kiss, which we had talked about last time. Uh, Although this time he didn't kiss Kofi's yeah, forehead. See. So That's where it comes uh-huh, uh-huh. So, uh uh So Bray Wyatt is your winner via pinfall. Now, Eric Rowan, sans sheep mask. Uh, mm-hmm. Not wearing the mask. He was earlier, but not at this time. He comes in and he picks up Kofi and gives him a vicious backbreaker. And then picks him up and tosses him towards Luke Harper, who just clotheslined from hell mm-hmm. on it, right? Great clothesline. Yeah, yeah. Well, then they uh, they, they set him up in the middle, and Bray's leaning over him like he normally does. But he gets a mic, and he cuts to this promo, and I have the audio. Yes! Yeah? Yes! All right, here we go. There is
3: no right There is no wrong, all that is left are the mannequins trying to force
4: feed you what their ideals of purity are, but in time I promise there will be
3: none of them left, one
4: by one they will fall. Follow the buzzers.
1: Starting to get that crowd into it. Wait for it.
2: Dip!
0: Dip! 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 Ah, uh, great. It's just a great promo, man. He's always...
1: He's always a great promo. Yeah,
0: I love it. And again, here he is talking about, you know, I, I he's talking about... You know, heroes and, mm-hmm. and one by one they'll fall, and you know, there's something going on here that they're not giving us yet. Yeah. There's got to be a plan for this.
1: I, and I hope, God, I hope it's great. You know, the fear with WWE every single time for mm-hmm. me now, <laughs> the, <laughs> the fear every time with all these awesome storylines is who's, who's in control? It was Hornswoggle. <laughs> That's always the fear. That's always the fear. He's the leader. Huh? Yeah, yeah. He's the one with the mannequins. <laughs> so. You know what? If that
0: happened, I'd just have to laugh at this point. <laughs> I'd be like, oh man.
1: Right. So. T
0: Mac called it. <laughs> God,
1: I would hate to be right on that. I kind of want that to happen now. But I want Hornswoggle no.
0: to be the leader of the Wyatt family.
1: But. You know, uh, yeah, it'll be
0: the Swaggle family.
1: <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> but I really hope that it could go somewhere big where it'll it's... Be Bray Wyatt and Hornswoggle feud over control yeah, of the Wyatt Yeah, exactly. See. <laughs> oh my God. But I hope yes! it's something bigger. Yes. You know. Yes. <laughs> the the hope for me, mm. we were talking off air. You kind of mentioned that who he's talking about is Triple H and the Authority. Yeah. My hope is it's Undertaker.
0: Yeah, I I hope that too. I just don't know that. I mean, I,
1: If Undertaker's healthy, I hope that we lead starting at Battleground or what even with Kane that this all leads to Undertaker WrestleMania.
4: That I
0: don't know, man. Well, let's move on. Ryback versus CM Punk. Of course, Paul Heyman is hanging around as usual.
1: And how sad is it that we're honestly tired of it?
0: Yeah. I know.
1: Well, because they're they're milking it too long. Because it's force-fed. If, it, it's, if it's spatterings, you know, a, a great way to keep this feud alive but not to where it is, have Curtis Axel and CM Punk bump into each other backstage. Yeah, the problem is... Don't do anything physical. Just, hey, screw you. Hey, screw you. The problem is with CM
0: Punk's character, he doesn't let anything go. Mm-hmm. So when he feels he's wronged, yeah. he's the hothead. He's going to come out. Which I heard is somewhat true. (laughs) So the whole thing is like, you can't have uh, Brock Lesnar go over, you know, or or, uh, uh, Paul Heyman gets that pinfall victory and then it just goes away for a few months. And then, you know, they get involved later. You just can't have that unless Punk's gone for whatever reason. So at any rate, uh, this match went as expected. Ryback going through a series of power moves. CM Punk breaking through occasionally with some offense. But then getting overpowered again by the much stronger Ryback for another round of punishment. But at one point, CM Punk has the upper hand and motions for the go to sleep. Mm -hmm. Uh Paul Heyman grabs a microphone, right? And he tells everyone he's the best in the world. And he beats CM Punk with both hands tied behind his back. And Punk's like, no, no. And then that distracted him long enough to get his head taken off by a clothesline from Ryback. Now the, the match goes on for a little bit. But the end comes with Paul Heyman. He tries to hit Punk with a kendo stick while the referee isn't looking. The referee catches him, however, before he can do the deed, and the referee's busy telling him to back off. Punk hits Ryback with a low blow and pins him for the victory. The winner, CM Punk. Yes. Via well, pinfall. Those are picks. Our picks. <clears throat> I said CM Punk would win.
1: Yeah, good so for you. So I got you. five
0: points. Yeah. I said via disqualification. Oh. No. Because of a Curtis Axel run-in. Oh. No. So none of that happened. No. Uh-huh. You said Punk would win.
1: Yeah. Yeah. With a pinfall. Yeah. With no running. Yeah. So you
0: got eight points. Yes, I did. So you're still beating me pretty bad here. I am. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> we go back to the panel, right? Of course. Josh Matthews. I I, I like this panel idea.
1: You know, I, I somewhat do, but I don't like it, for example, when Tensai breaks character. Yeah, although I don't know that he's really breaking character on this I, one. Well, yeah, maybe his character's gone. I like it if you use Legends. This yeah. is the perfect time for me to stay tuned, well, t- to go take a piss break, but come back, and I'm still interested because, for yeah, example, you it's... you had Booker T, and you yeah. had Shawn Michaels, but get more of them on there. You know who you could also use? Bruno Sammartino. Bob Backlund. Bob Backlund's crazy. I would yeah. love to see it Yes. <laughs> you know, you want to get really crazy? Throw in Scott Steiner for once. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. This guy? See, I would have stopped it tonight.
0: I was in the bathroom taking a dump. <laughs> that guy? <laughs> That's what you want on the panel? Yeah, why not? As I stand here in the show me
3: state of St. Louis, Missouri. It's a city. I
0: will... <laughs> 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 yeah, that guy.
4: The only chance you have, you have no chance, but you had a chance, is so you can run nicking Split, split. You can't run because you've got some fat asses.
1: Before we move it on any farther, play that St. Louis one again for me. As
3: I stand here in the show-me state of St. Louis, Missouri, It's a city. Wait. As you people are mesmerized by the greatest body in the world.
0: The best part of that clip was I should have kept in was Bobby the Brain. He says, well, you had them all (laughs) mesmerized. Give you my know, bags!
2: Give my bags! <laughs> I'm doing him and Oh,
3: my oh. God. I'm hungry!
0: All right, so... <clears throat> you oh. know what? It's Scott Steiner on a panel would be fun.
1: Oh, my God. That fun, would be great.
0: <laughs> but I don't know if they're going to go that route because it's live.
1: You can totally <laughs> do it, though, on a pay-per-view like Battleground yeah, where right, no Battle- one cares. Yes. <laughs>
0: No one's watching. No one's watching this. We're going to have to give refunds for this (laughs) anyway. Oh, my God. No, but I like it. It doesn't really make much of a difference as far as the storytelling aspect, except that it gives the event a bigger feel.
1: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Scott
4: Steiner. You got that? Now go take your clothes off. I'm working off. Uh. See, I would have stopped it tonight, but I was in the bathroom taking
0: a dump. (laughs) I love Scott Steiner clips. Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> oh, man. So, at any rate. For those of you with the enhanced radios, I'm actually crying yeah, right me now. too.
0: Oh, man. <laughs> okay.
1: Anyhow, so the panel. The panel I like. I do like. I just wish they would have legends. Legends would make it feel cooler. I know they're using Goldust right now in a really good storyline, mm. but let's, for example, say he wasn't in that. Yeah. Use him. Use uh, Billy Gunn. Use... Uh, road dog. Road dog, you know. Use you of them. You got these people lying around. Yeah, you got them just hanging hey, out. Use Michael
0: P.S. Hayes if you can.
1: Yeah, 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 if you can get them.
0: Well, we see Justin Roberts standing in the ring for a few minutes, not saying anything. And we see a shot of a camera on a crane, which is something we don't normally see, right? Mm-hmm. Something's looking like a botch. They're just kind of standing there looking at nothing. And Michael Cole chimes in. He tells us they experienced a slight delay due to some power outage issues in the venue.
1: Yeah, which I thought, why acknowledge that? I mean, yeah. Well, you
0: know? I think what happened is, uh, what I read from the news too is, um, all the stage lights went out. So yeah. the, the lights in the venue didn't go, but like the screen went out mm-hmm. lights, any pyro they might've been using. None of it. They had nothing. So they had to get that going. But, uh, Jerry Lawler says it must be Paul Heyman's fault somehow. And then JBL blames the government shutdown. So
1: perfect. that was fun. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect.
0: yeah. Well, we move on to the main event of the evening. Randy Orton versus Daniel Bryan for the vacant WWE Championship, and a good match. Very good. You're right? I say that a lot, but these guys are it's great. Good match. Uh, a lot of good map based wrestling, which you would, I guess, kind of expect. Not normally from Orton; he's more of a brawler. But Daniel Bryan, you know, those two work well together. So Orton uh, countered a top rope maneuver by Bryan into a power bomb at one point. I thought it was a really good move. Uh, they even teased putting each other through the Spanish announce table. At hey one now. point, right? Hey now. Yeah. I mean, like he had him backed up on him. He's beating him. I was like, yes, yes, yes. And then no, oh, no, Got no, no. But Daniel Bryan counters a roll-up into the yes lock, and it looks like Randy's about to tap. When the Big Show music hits, Big Show runs down. He pulls the referee out of the ring, tosses him aside, neutralizing him. But Big Show looks unhappy that he's had to do this, right? Brad Maddox comes out. Oh, not yet. He looks unhappy that he's had to do this. And then Daniel Bryan comes over and is like, what are you doing? Big Show knocks him out. And here I'm thinking, because I picked the Big Show heel turn, so I'm like, yeah! yeah, Get some points finally! Yeah! Yes. But, Maddox comes out, motions for another referee to come out, who just so happens to be Scott Armstrong. You'll remember Armstrong is a referee from Night of Champions who was let go by Triple H for allegedly conspiring with Daniel Bryan to win the WWE Championship. That guy.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Orton covers Brian, and Armstrong starts to count the three, but Big Show pulls him out too, knocks him out. So, guess Big Show's not turning heel. So I'm not getting those points. Nope, you're <laughs> close. Uh, Orton looks pissed, and Maddox looks all kinds of nervous, right? I mean, he's like, he's like touching his face, looking around, like, um. What? Yeah, uh, you know what I mean? Like, wait a minute, wait a minute.
1: Yeah, yeah. Something yeah. here isn't right.
0: Big Show gets in the ring, and Orton's berating him. i telling him he's stupid. Can't wait for Triple H to lay the hammer down on him. And then he shoves Big Show, which earns him a knockout. Big Show's knocking out everybody. Yeah, why not? You get a knockout. Yeah. And you get a knockout. <laughs> he's not crying. So, you give him that. Yeah. Right? But Big Show's music plays, and he walks around saying, No more. No more as we go off the air. So no champion. Stupid. No finish. Stupid. No announcement of what's going to happen with the match. And that's it. That's Battleground.
1: Yep. And the instant reaction was <laughs> from everyone. Yeah. I mean, was I didn't like, like, like uh... it. I didn't like it. I thought it was a throwaway pay-per-view. Uh, Haha, uh-huh. I didn't watch it. I didn't pay for it. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. I'm okay with well, that. Well, we'll go to our picks.
0: Neither of us got any points because we both said Randy Orton would win by pinfall. All right. Um, You said Stephanie would force Big Show to knock out Daniel Bryan. Which?
1: Somewhat, right?
0: Yeah, Matt. Well, we find out later.
1: Yeah, yeah, we find out later. It
0: was supposedly Maddox. Um, but you got no points. I got no points.
1: Shit! Overall,
0: <clears throat> I came away with a whopping. 13 Wait. points. Whoa. Yeah? Yeah. And you had me
1: four. How much? You heard me. No, I didn't. What? What was you it? Four. I didn't what? These headphones are broke. Say it again one more time. You
0: had four.
1: Man, I can't hear.
0: Right. Yeah. That's right.
1: Th- four. Yeah. What is it? What? Say so, it one more time.
0: Well, let's move on. We got to take a break. What am I up by now? We. Can we do that <laughs> math? You got 34 points. Yeah,
1: I did. You beat
0: me by 21 points. Adding t- 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 Out t- of, to 10 Now listen to this. Out of seven matches that we picked, mm-hmm. I got zero on five of them. <laughs> 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 I just sucked this one. Just terrible. Terrible. So, let's go to our running totals. Adding your 34 points gives you 114 points.
1: Hot damn.
0: And... Adding my 13 points gives me 83. Oh, you're still losing. So you're up by 31 I'm
1: points. i by the double digits. That double and digits. And I'd say
0: a good average is 35-ish. In the 30 to 40 ranges where we've been,
1: mm-hmm.
0: each of us, through all of these until I cramped the bed with a 13.
1: Yep, you, went, you didn't do good on that so, one. So
0: I'm going to have to like... Because if we're going to count Survivor Series as the last one in this round,
1: mm-hmm.
0: boy, I've got to make some ground. And I've got to hope that you screw the pooch. Let's,
1: uh, that don't happen. So I'm, I'm Mr. Consistency. I'm Mr. Perfect over here.
0: Okay? You've won, not that this matters, but you've won two of them, and I've won one of them
1: so far. Yeah, so I'm still even winning that.
0: So, yeah. But right now you're up 114 to 83. So I either need to make... Because we're gonna have.
1: Where I come from, that's called an ass. Because we've got
0: Hell in a Cell, and then what's next? It, oh, we'll have um, actually we'll have uh, Bound for Glory mm-hmm. first, and then we'll have Hell in a Cell like the Get next week T. after.
1: Now I'll give you, I'll give you this. You might win the TNA thing because I. Don't, I feel
0: like TNA does a little bit more of the swerve and the thing, but they've got this new
1: people on the creative side. I don't yeah. know. I yeah. don't. I don't know. We'll see. But I, I feel like know. if you're gonna catch me anywhere, it's gonna be on those TNA pay-per-views Same. where. They're the 19th Problem best is, show. Uh, we've only got one of
0: these mm-hmm. in between this round. Good. So. Good. I don't
1: know. I guess winner, I'm just so winner, yeah. give me a chicken dinner. Is that how it goes? Uh, no, it just exactly. goes winner, winner, chicken dinner. Yeah. But this one, I want you to give me a chicken dinner. Winner, winner.
0: Well, somebody's gonna get their ass kicked, and it feels like it's me. So.
1: Yeah, it does.
0: Well, we're going to take a break. <laughs> we're going to come back. We're going to move on in the wrestling world. We're going to talk about Raw. you
1: talk to that Monday Raw. Money not Raw. Money Raw.
0: On the Spanish announce table on the Trending Topics Network. You know where you can find that?
1: Trendingtopicsnetwork.com. Say it with a little believer. Trendingtopicsnetwork.com. Like there you go. Well, I was going to say, uh, you know who loves this song? Uh. Michael Hayes. <laughs> I don't know that he's a big fan.
0: <laughs> anyway, we'll see you when we come back.
4: 1025 The Fan The biggest name in KC Sports Radio Jim Rome Give it a shot, you want something radical? Try that Jim Rome is Sports Radio Weekdays 11 till 2 On FM Sports Radio 1025 The Fan
0: Doing what should be done during this song. Thanks. Yeah. You seemed upset last time I did that. Yeah. You were like,
1: oh, hey. man. Yeah, hey, come on, man.
0: But That's the best part of that song.
1: It is. Could we say it about our listeners? No. Well. No. Kurt Angle's
0: going to be inducted into the TNA Hall of Fame here. For
1: Jeff Jarrett. Way to go, guys.
0: Yeah, way to go. You're drunkard. Yeah, anyway. We're not here to talk about Kurt Angle. We're here to talk about Rawl. Not Raw. So they introduced Stephanie McMahon to the ring as, quote, one of the principal owners of WWE. I hate Justin. I don't like Justin Roberts. You don't? No. I don't like his voice. Maybe I'm just jealous and I want his job. Maybe. But Uh. I also think his voice, I mean, I think, like, it's unique, so maybe they were trying to copy what they had with Fink when he had a unique, but he sounds like he's whining.
1: WWE. I I, like I think it lacks
0: a punch. It sounds kind of forced, like he's pushing it, if yeah. you will.
1: I think it lacks the punch. I've always been a fan of uh uh Chimmel. hmm Yeah. I think I've he's always like now. Yeah, I don't think he's around. Mm-hmm. Or he always just shows up like once in a while. Yeah. I was never and another wrestling fan might punch me in the face for because uh, of this. I was never a fan of Lilian Garcia. Yeah, I liked. I, didn't, I mean, she was amazingly. I like how they used
0: her. In right, some right, things.
1: right, right, right. But she I sang just,
0: the anthem. Yeah, yeah. Rock the, always. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> with some of the rocks. Strudel.
1: <laughs> but I just I didn't like. Fink is the best. Oh yeah. And well, I think yeah, he's the
0: best of all. of that's them. That's the problem is he set that bar pretty high. Yeah. And you're not gonna find anybody until they hire this guy I know named Captain Awesome.
1: Yeah, until they do that. Yeah. So Monday night raw. Yeah, so
0: Monday night raw. So, uh Stephanie she calls out Big Show and berates him for what he did uh the evening prior at Battleground, telling him to beg for forgiveness. You know, she's all up in his face, even poking him in the chest, mm-hmm. right? I mean, she's going off and he isn't backing down. He says he 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 says he can't take it anymore. Referred to Triple H as her son of a bitch husband. Whoa. Uh, now And again, I mean, Stephanie, this is some of the best work she's ever put in, if not the best. I mean, she looks mean, vicious. Like, he started to talk, and she said, shut up. Yeah. I mean, just wouldn't even let him. Now, she starts to slap him like a redheaded stepchild. Apologies to any redheaded stepchildren out there. (laughs) Uh, I mean, about five or six times, and not pulling any punches, slapping this guy. And asked him, what are you going to do about it, huh? You going to cry, huh? Yeah. Yeah, that was great. And she told him. He wasn't going to do anything about it because he's fired.
1: Yeah. She smacks him repeatedly three times in a row. Just five or six. I think it was six. I counted. Yeah. Man. Just bap, 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 bap. And uh, he threw down the
0: microphone and left. Angry. Just like, fine, whatever.
1: Well, and he left as if like, okay, you're a woman. I can't hit you. I'm a monster. You're a lady. Uh, I'm still very, very mad. So I'm going to laugh this off. And I'm going to do something later about it, which, let's get more mm-hmm, into mm-hmm. the... Uh... Well, we get our
0: first match. We get uh, a rematch of last night's kickoff show in Dolph Ziggler versus Damien Sandow. Dolph. Again, announcers talking a lot about how Sandow was unable to cash in that money in the bank at Battleground and how he blames Dolph for that. Maybe we could see a Dolph-Damien feud here. Yeah. That'd be good. I, hey, they're great. Yeah. So, uh, Damian Sandow dominated most of this match, uh, which is what you do in a Dolph-Ziggler match, so he can... Do what he does best and sell the crap out of you. Um, Dolph eventually got his big comeback, hit out with the Fame Asser. Famouser? Is that the correct way to say it? And Famicer. gets the pin. It's PG
1: now. Yeah, so Dolph Ziggler, via pinfall, your winner. Uh, you know, good match. Not much to say about it. Good opening match to keep your attention during what would be a very above average Raw, in my opinion, but still going into it, you thought. Well, battleground sucked. This is going to suck, too. So it was a good match to keep your attention to, like, hey, what's in the next segment?
0: Yeah. Well, so we get Stephanie in the back. She's scolding Brad Maddox for everything that happened last night, Uh, specifically the Rhodes family, the blackout, and Scott Armstrong in the big show. Uh, She says it's all on him, Mm -hmm. right, and demands that he apologizes publicly and tell the WWE Universe how he's going to make it up to them, right? Yeah. So we're setting that story there. Then we get match of the night, match of the of the year, Alicia Fox, Oksana, and, oh, I wrote Alicia Fox twice. Yeah, that's how much you love her. Oh, I don't even remember who it was now. Somebody, some diva, versus Natalia, Eva Marie, and JoJo.
1: Who was it? It was Alicia Fox, uh, Oksana.
0: I don't know. Tell us what happened. I'll look it up.
1: Well, I'll tell you this much. I remember it was so bad that I personally sent a text message to one of my friends saying, this match set wrestling, not women's wrestling, but wrestling back 10 years. Oh, yeah. It was bad. And Eva did most of the
0: dirty work. She took most of the bumps in there, but she sucked. It was clear she was very green and just not like it, she, they rushed this too early. And Rosa Mendez Rosa <laughs> Mendez.
1: Oh yeah. Well Rosa
0: Mendez. We Blonde about Rosa Mendez. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: we forgot about her because uh she wasn't drinking. Yeah. Um <laughs> eventually
0: Natty got tagged in, got the sharpshooter on Alicia Fox for the win. Uh and that match Yeah.
1: Um yeah. it was bad. And here's the thing. Everyone, everyone, everyone says that uh Eva Marie has the it factor. Yeah. I okay. Think so. so let's say she does. Because I'm intrigued when I see her on the screen, right? Why not pair her with some wrestler who needs a push, a la Biggie Langston, because he loves the ladies? Yeah. And use her that way.
0: You know what? I think I have a big problem with her because I think she reminds me a lot of girls that I used to go after and, and would have problems because cause she is exactly that. Perfect. Like, she looks like she's very hot, but yet she looks a little alt, if you will. Not so much, but she's, she's got the dyed red, so she's trying to stick out.
1: hmm
0: Right? So she's a little flashy, which would draw my attention, but she's nuts. And not nuts in like that crazy, like CM Punk, like I did crazy chicks kind of right. nuts, but like has ulterior motives that are mm-hmm. very self-serving. hmm And thinks higher of herself than anybody else. Mm -hmm. So I guess that's good because a lot of people are going to be able to relate to that. Yes. But I've been burned so many times by women like that that I personally am like, I don't want to see anything in this girl because it reminds me of bad times. But that's a perfect heel.
1: Yeah. That is a perfect heel. Yeah, that's
0: true. Well, so we get the Mad Ox. Man, it's going to happen. Sure. If nothing else, as a punishment for something, everybody's going to be like, well, Maddox. Maddox. Oh, I like oh, your name. I
1: like that name. You know
0: what? I got a way you can make this up to me. If not for my only bio-amusement. uh, oh, the Maddox. He comes out to the stage and publicly apologizes for the events that happened at Battleground, which is nice. Thank you, Brad. He announces there will be a rematch between Orton and Brian inside Hell in a Cell, at Hell in a Cell. He says there will also be a guest referee. For this, And we're going to be introduced throughout the night to three Hall of Fame candidates for that role. And the universe is going to decide on which one is the guest referee by voting on the
1: WWE app. Because you know what we love to do to our legends? uh, Obviously put it one-sided and make the other two feel like crap. Hey, hey! Well, he introduces us to the first option, which is Booker T. Which is good. Yeah,
0: Booker T tells us why we should choose him. And I can't really remember what he said, but it was pretty Uh, forgettable. Booker T. Yeah. So now they show us once again how to download the WWE app step by step.
1: Come on. Now, what
0: was funny though? this is Jerry Lawler even said, he says, look, we know most of you know how to download
1: an app, so just do it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, thank you. Who is making Jerry that decision? Lawler, I don't know. Who is making, because here's, okay, so that's stupid, right? It's instant heat if used properly. Make Brad Maddox tell you that. I get it. No, no. WWE Universe. That's Here's very how you astute do it. Of you. That's how you do we're, it. We
0: need to we need to start a wrestling organization.
1: I think you know? of that every day. Yeah. You know,
0: we need to do that. W- with me booking the pay-per-views. Yeah, you and book you, the pay-per-views. <laughs> and you doing I'll the segments. Do, yeah, I'll do yeah. the
1: segments and we're good. Yeah. But that's how you do it. You, you want to get over how to download the app, right? Yeah. But you're insulting the intelligence of people over the age so of just 7. Use that. Yeah, of of yeah. 7. So you literally use it as a heat tactic. Hey, guys. Uh, hey. Kicking off raw. Uh, it's the it's, Mad Ox here yeah, to yeah, tell yeah. you how to, yeah. To download this app. You know, that's what you do. Yeah, just that's, smiling. like. Oh, my God.
0: Oh, that would be great. It was
1: perfect to do. God, it, God damn.
0: But, Somebody write WWE. I know. Give them this idea. Thanks. Well, now we get uh the, I mean, if we had the match of the year before with the Divas, <laughs> this is a close candidate.
1: Yeah. Tag Gen-
0: team match of the Jinder, year. Jinder Mahal and Drew McIntyre with Heath Slater ringside versus Los Matadores with El Torito. Yeah, with El Torito. (laughs) Uh, This match was exactly how you'd expect a Los Matadores match to go. I mean, they're on display. They're going to get in their move set. Uh, They eventually hit their finisher, which again, no name. If any team needs to have a name for their finisher, it's these guys. Let's call it the stabbing bull. The stabbing bull. I don't know. Well, they get their finish on Drew McIntyre, who's back. Yeah. Uh-huh. And they get the pin. Winner, Los Matadores. Now, after the match, El Torito is wiggling his hips in celebration towards Heath Slater, who uh, Michael Cole said that he thinks El Torito looks like a mini giant Gonzalez, which I just found hilarious. That
1: is great. Because he does
0: look like a <laughs> yeah, mini yeah. giant Gonzalez. So anyway, Slater starts to chase Torito around the ring. Los Matadores come to his aid, help him, and then he jumps from the top rope, nails a hurricane rana on Slater. That looked pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they celebrate with Torito on their shoulders. And yeah, that was that. Forgettable. Again, it's not for us. I would it's pass... not for
1: anyone. Look, I, would... I have a nephew that watches wrestling. Yeah. And he doesn't even like these little guys. Yeah. I am
0: i haven't shown my son this yet. Because he he'll watch wrestling, but there's not a whole lot I'll let him watch. You know what I mean? Cause yeah. he has a proclivity to uh, get angry and use violence. So yeah, I try yeah. to keep it yeah, away from him. Yeah. But yeah, I know he loves it, so I'll let him watch some things. Um, I'm going to show him in uh, Los Matadores. Not uh, just sight unseen. I'm just going to play it, and here you go. Get,
1: you know See what his I reaction. want? Here, Okay, perfect. Because my nephew, he doesn't like to talk too much, right? Yeah. But let, please do this for me. Show this to him. Yeah. And then interview him, and let's put it on the show. Uh, you know, let's yeah. actually get this demographic's reaction. six-year-old. We're going to ask a six-year-old, <laughs> ask a six-year-old do you this like down. this? Because... You know, we assume... This is going to
0: be a recurring segment. Yes. I'm going
1: to ask my son. Yes. You know, we assume that the six-year-olds, six to 12-year-olds love this. We don't know. They could hate it. And you know who I trust more than anyone? Your son. Yeah. You know, comes from a wrestling yeah, background. Yeah, yeah, Pro wrestling background. Yeah, yeah. So let's get some yeah, info well, ask from... Ask a
0: six-year-old.
1: Ask the six-year-old. Yeah. All right. Hmm. So anyhow. So now
0: we get uh, Paul Heyman, Curtis Axel, and Ryback coming to the ring. Heyman brags about being the best in the world, beating Punk with both hands behind his back, you know, as he's as he's been doing. They then talk about Punk's victory over Ryback and how he used a low blow to get the job done, right? Mm-hmm. This is when Punk's music hits.
1: da 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 Yeah, that's exactly how it sounds.
0: Yeah. Punk's music hits, he comes to the stage and says, uh, cheating is a relative term. Yeah, like that. Mm-hmm. And he admits to no wrongdoing, said he had to do what he had to do to win, and he said he kicked Ryback in the balls just to see if he had a pair, which was funny. Woo! Yeah. Ryback, uh, uh, Punk, or uh, Heyman goes up to Ryback and says, he's bullying you now. He's bullying <laughs> you right now, and I want you to do something about it.
1: Which is that one little quality or one little wrinkle that yeah. keeps
0: you tuned in. Yeah, you don't see Ricardo Rodriguez doing this. No. You don't see El Torito doing this.
1: Because this is a tired storyline, but those little things, like, okay. Yeah. yeah. All right, I'll watch
0: so, one more week. Ryback says some stuff. I forget what he said, but he challenges Punk to come down to the ring. Now, this is our truths music hits. Right at this moment, and he comes out and he starts talking to Punk, but of course we can't hear it. Because he can't talk. But we can tell he's basically saying, "I'm, I'm going to help you. Let's go down there." I got mad at this because come out and cut a promo. Yeah. Say, "Hey, Curtis Axel, you know what I mean? You yeah. better than me, whatever." But you know this is far from over. You know what I mean? Assuming. Or just say, "Just say, hey, before you go down here in this pointless endeavor to try to take on two guys, you know what I mean? Like, let, let me help, help you. you out. Hey, yeah. You know what I mean? Because I still got beef with this guy.
1: You right. know something." Just say something. You're just a, they're they're assuming the wrestling fan will just like oh our truth yeah our yeah. truth will come. But well, even no. if we do, even that well what if r truth has a beef with CM Punk that we forgot about? Yeah. And says you which know what? I'm sure he does. All right, like I don't want to mess yeah. with him.
0: Do something.
1: Yeah. Make, do something. Yep. Well, and then
0: for whatever reason this is all of a sudden tag team match. They n- never say. Goes to Teddy Long. And they never said this was going to be a tag team match. They yeah. never said there was going to be a match. Ted Wrong said it. They didn't come down and fight, and then somebody comes out and is like, let's, let's make this make it, match. They just and said, just, was, all of a sudden, there's a match going on. Yep. Yeah, whatever. Laziness. So this match went pretty quick, and it ended up with Punk hitting Axel with a the GTS, then tagging in Truth so he could hit his scissor kick finish, whatever that is. For the pinfall, and your winners are, are Truth and CM Punk, and I wrote, this felt like a filler match. It was. It was
1: like a last minute, like, ah, trap. Mm-hmm. Uh, Truth. Yeah, written on the whiteboard. Hey, you know what? We still have some room on this whiteboard. What can we do with it? Yeah. Put our truth name on there. Yeah, we got
0: a few minutes, and we already told him how to download the app.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All
0: right, so now we get Justin Roberts announcing the next Hall of Fame candidate for Hell in a Cell Main Event Special Guest Referee, and it's Bob Backlund. Yeah. Bob Backlund comes out, and I mean, he's crazy as ever. I mean, he's screaming. The best. I can't understand half of what he's saying because he's screaming like a maniac, which is part of the appeal, I guess. But he promises if somebody gets out of line, he'd put him in the cross-faced chicken wing. And that got a big pop. He's telling people to to stand up straight when he Mm -hmm. addresses them. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, they've been letting uh, Backlund hang around. A lot of people have been seeing him even at events that have gone that I know but he's charging for autographs and pictures. So I'm kind of wondering if he's got some money issues in there. Just
1: right. Yeah. Like, yeah.
0: hey, come on, hang out, Bob. Yeah. You know, Get 100 well, yeah. bucks
1: for your autograph. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: And yeah. so they were they were like, oh, we got some special guest referees. And,
1: mm-hmm. oh, all right, Bob. Yeah, go on. Imagine go Bob Backlund, Iron Sheik, and Scott Steiner on their oh. panel.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> that would be amazing. That's
0: got to be the panel.
1: The panel end that all it. panels. It's Sheik, <laughs> yep.
0: Backlund, and Steiner. Steiner Josh Matthews trying to make yeah. sense of it all. Josh Matthews,
1: God bless him.
0: Uh, just, I <laughs> um, just, and the whole time just like give up, like yeah. just being like I don't, I just, don't know, whatever. Um, and now do him an egg, like, sure. And, and now for whatever reason we're gonna ask the Sheik what he thinks. Sheik just goes off and on Chris like, Bosh for no I reason. Would, yeah, that Dolph Ziggler, I will, I will fuck the Dolph <laughs> Ziggler in the ass. I mean, just going off. Just Respect going off.
1: the Daniel Bryan or go fuck yourself.
0: <laughs> oh man, so we move on we get Kofi uh, Kingston versus Randy Orton All right yep that uh, was a good match really told the story of Orton as a tough heel
1: and here's the thing about Orton that i really like that i don't think he gets credit for or maybe it's the other guys just gel with him but he has really 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 good matches yeah with Kofi Kingston and Christian yeah like honestly it feels like every time those two or those three guys you know not yeah. Kofi and and Christian, but when those two guys get paired with Orton, they have a great match every single time. But you know what? I mean, he's even had great matches with Daniel Bryan. I mean, well, I think yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Randy Orton uh, is not getting the credit he deserves for being an in-ring worker. Yeah. We think about his personality. And, the, and his, well, but I think first of all, he sullied his own name for so long mm-hmm. that people are kind of. But I think people are starting to realize. Hey, I mean, this guy puts on a good show.
1: And I think he does put on a good show when he wants to because when he was doing that baby face stuff and he didn't like it and you kind of could tell yeah. he would stand in the middle of the ring throw you everywhere power slam RKO that was well, a match. And that's, but that's part of the, the face mentality yeah, so yeah.
0: No, I mean and that's why I said he's really getting over as a heel it just suits his personality and his in-ring style better yep yeah this is definitely but eventually Orton beats up Kofi enough like he gets up and just starts beating Kofi and this is how they've been booking him like heel not necessarily do anything dirty but just eventually taking over and beating the crap out of yeah. him. Yeah. Um, and he rolls him in the ring, hits him with an RKO, gets the pin. Randy Orton the winner. Now what happens is Daniel Bryan runs out and starts beating the crap out of Orton, tossing him around, beating him up. Suits and, and officials have to come out and peel Bryan off of Orton. And uh Orton runs up the ramp, Daniel Bryan chasing after him, and the rest everybody chasing chasing mm. after him too. So obviously this feud's gotta continue on
1: still. It's 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 intriguing from a match standpoint as far as if you tell me Orton and Daniel Bryan will be the main event of fill-in-the-blank pay-per-view, I'm going to be intrigued. Yeah. I know it's going to be a good it's match.
0: It's going to be a good match. But eventually, we've got to have story some kind of conclusion. storyline
1: needs to do something.
0: We either need to have a conclusion or we need to have another twist to yeah. somehow. Yeah.
1: Bring in a wife, you know. Have Have Randy Orton RKO Daniel Bryan's wife say, "Hey, it worked well with Triple H. I'm gonna do it to your wife." Yeah, that's true. Something. Yeah, give us something. But
0: we're gonna give you something. We're gonna give you a commercial.
1: Yeah. Yes. And
0: when you come back, we'll tell you how to download the WWE app on the Spanish announce table (laughs) on the trending topics network.
5: What's up? It is Heavy Set, and I'm here to tell you about K Fabe Sports Radio, the home of the Ohio Indie Report and NFL Easy Picks. On the Ohio Indie Report, I break down what's going on in the Cleveland scene of independent wrestling from AIW to Prime Wrestling and some of the little organizations in between that I can attend. And if you also like NFL football, be sure to check out NFL Easy Picks, hosted by myself and my good friend Joe Bennett, as we break down and talk about what is going on in football, and we make our picks on the coming week's games. And all this can be found at www.kfabesports.com. You can also find us on iTunes by searching Kfabe Sports Radio. And while you're at kfabesports.com, be sure to check out the links for Kfabe Sports Radio, Ohio Indy Report, and NFL Easy Picks on Facebook and Twitter. So for now, be sure to check out the Ohio Indie Report and NFL Easy Picks on kayfabe sports radio where it's all a work
0: slamming your brain through a table of wrestling knowledge oh my God, what's breaking down the week's news. The Spanish Announce Table You're back for hour number two of the Spanish Announce Table, and I don't think we ever introduced ourselves for any new listeners. I am the deviant one Captain Awesome.
1: I am T-Mac. Yeah, you are. That is simple to remember and easy Uh, to say. Yeah. That's why I picked it. Uh, You're welcome. Thanks. Thanks.
0: So we last left you and we were talking Raw. Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Raw. So, uh, what happens next is Alberto Del Rio is in the back and he walks up to Vicky Guerrero and, uh, who says she's here uh, at the request of Triple H to make an announcement. ADR asks if that announcement is to name him as the new face of WWE, seeing as how he's their only champion at the moment.
1: Ooh. A little shot
0: at Uh Daniel Bryan Randy Orton. He also says he was hoping to have the night off after destroying RVD last night at Battleground, but he understands that they need to see their champion, so he trusts her to find the right opponent for him. And then he tells her how great and respected as a GM she is, and then he tells her how sexy she is.
1: Calm down.
0: Uh-huh. I mean, Steady your
1: ship there, And she's ADR.
0: looking like, oh, like flushed, you know, mm-hmm. and he kisses her on the cheek and puts his scarf around her neck and walks off. She then takes the scarf off, smells it, and drops it to the ground and looks a little upset
1: Yeah. about it. It yeah. smelled like poo. <laughs> <laughs> probably why. <Okay>. <laughs> so... <laughs>
0: Um, Then we get Justin Roberts announcing the next Hall of Fame candidate for the Hell in a Cell main event, special guest referee, and it is the heartbreak kid, the
1: sexy boy. Shawn Michaels. Not your boy toy. Not your boy toy. Just a sexy boy. Just a sexy boy. Hands off the
0: merchandise. Hands off the merchandise. Shawn brings it to our attention that he trained Daniel Bryan, but he won't let that, or his friendship with Triple H, sway him. Nor will he let the fact that he doesn't like Randy Orton and Orton doesn't like him sway him either. He guarantees that he will make sure there is a new WWE champion at the end of the match because he doesn't care what's best for business. He cares about what's best for each and every one of us, being the crowd and the viewers.
1: Right, right.
0: Yeah. 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 Well, so what's next is probably the most important thing of the night. They give us the Android step by and step. You got to know that. You got to
1: know that. If you're going to show the Apple, you better show the Android. Yeah, it's got like. An, I'm so glad they did that, because I wouldn't have had any clue. I have an Android, and I don't know how to download uh, John, a damn thing. I've
0: never downloaded a single app to my phone. Not one. I wouldn't even know what to search. What, WWE? I seriously, like, okay. All right, so the fact that they recognize this, and the co- you can tell the commentators think it's ridiculous now. Who is behind it?
1: Who do you Who? think is behind it? I don't I, know, but, like, why do they keep saying, look, like... I hope it's someone I don't not. respect... A la Joey Styles. It's like, hey guys, uh, our our numbers aren't where where they are. Maybe we should tell them how to download it.
0: Everybody knows how to download an app. You're telling me you, you literally think somebody doesn't know how to download an
1: app? I'll tell you how many people know how to download an app. Fun fact about T Mac in his personal life. I'm a substitute teacher. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I substitute first grade. Yeah. Yesterday. Yeah. They know how to download. They know an app. how to download. An app. They know how to download. My an app. son, six years
0: old, in first grade. Plays on his mom's iPod all the time, the iPod Touch. You know what he knows how to do? What's that? Download
1: an
2: app. Because
1: <laughs> he does it all the time. Right. He downloads apps he's not supposed to. So, so I I mean, you know, we have the, the segment uh, ask, a, ask a Six-Year-Old that's coming very soon yeah. to the listeners' yeah. ears. Maybe we should get, like, Ask a Veteran or Ask a Retiree because maybe it's for them. Because I even think they know how to download an app. But for God's sakes, why are we filling... Time when we could get, let's just hypothetically say, three more minutes out of Dolph Ziggler, Damian Sandow three more minutes out of a Daniel Bryan match, three more minutes out of a promo from CM Punk. Why are we getting Or these we can have more time to do what they did in the segment prior
0: with ADR and they could have more time to show us the crowd watching the backstage segment. Oh like my
1: god. Yeah, I oh, thought you would love that. Oh my god, I yeah. hate that. Hey guys. Here's someone watching what you're watching, but instead, we're going to show you them as well. Or, hey guys, watch this fan go use the bathroom while Paul Heyman's up there. You know, what, they should do? Up you know there. what
0: would be kind of funny? is while they're telling people how to download the app, search the crowd and find anybody like texting oh, and be like, look, that God. guy's downloading the app. Yeah. And like, just start showing it. Oh, There's what? another one downloading There's... the app. Yeah, like constantly throughout the night, just oh, shows people God. looking at their phone and be like, he must be downloading hey. the
1: WWF. app. You want to do what he's doing? Hey. Here's oh, how you oh, do it. <laughs> Yeah. To be great. Yeah. The worst. The the worst thing is showing us how to download download this app. The second thing is there's a promo backstage. Let's show the crowd watching what you're watching. Yeah. Because that's obviously important.
0: But anyway, let's kick this out. Vicky Guerrero. She comes out with her usual. Excuse me. Heat excuse magnet. me. She introduces Alberto Del Rio's opponent for the night, Ricardo Rodriguez. So we get Alberto Del Rio versus Ricardo Rodriguez in an non-title match. Ricardo reluctantly gets in the ring, and as the bell rings. Vicky Guerrero interrupts. She says, oh, there's one more announcement I forgot to make, Uh, and that's that your Hell in a Cell opponent, ADR, is going to be John Cena. HGH is a hell of a drug. So as ADR is furious about this, as who wouldn't be, uh, Ricardo sneaks in, gets a roll-up pin on ADR, and is your winner, Ricardo Rodriguez, via pinfall. Huh? Now, uh, weird, but, you know, serves its point for the segment. Well, and then
1: a running theme a la well actually even when they were together the running theme of uh, ADR's pissed so guess what he beats up Ricardo mm-hmm. I mean
0: yeah beats him up attacks him puts an arm or, or puts his arm in a chair and stomps the holy hell the out of it the
1: toughest man in WWE is Ricardo because he takes every ass whooping from ADR every single night it seems yeah, that
0: like. guy's job is to go out and get his ass beat Yeah, that's <laughs> his job but hey uh, I think he deserves a world title
1: match doesn't he he beat the champion. Hey, that that's fact. Right. When you beat the champ, you get the title match.
0: Anyway, so we move on to a guy, another match of the year candidate: Zack Ryder versus Fandango.
1: A match between two guys that at one time were mildly over. Yeah.
0: Uh, Fandango <laughs> got the win, hitting his top rope leg
1: drop. Another unnamed, finisher that doesn't have a name. Unnamed finisher. Yep. Call it something. Call Give it, it some dancing name. Yeah, call it the waltz. Call it the uh The two step. The two the step. Sh- of the death. stanky
0: leg or something for all I care. Yeah. <laughs> call it something. Stanky leg. <laughs> the like stanky that. leg. So Jerry Lawler steps up, he announces the winner of the app vote for the special guest referee of the Hell in a Cell main event match, and that
1: winner is Booker T. Ah, ha, ha, ha. Wow. Bob did. Backlund. No. I did vote for him. I did hey, this, and okay, I voted so, for Bob Backlund. So,
0: obviously, the winner is Shawn Michaels. He got 61% of the vote. However, between the other two, Bob Backlund got 32% to Booker T's 7. This is almost as bad of an ass-beating as you put on me in the pay-per-view picks. Yeah, and that's pretty bad. That's pretty bad. Uh, so, uh, Shawn Michaels will be your special guest referee, as anybody couldn't see that coming. So, now, we get the Real Americans versus Santino Morella
1: and the great... Kali, the great Kali. Which here's the thing. Great Kali. They they always put the WWE pay-per-views on uh on the on-demand or whatever your cable provider is uh, as a replay. Hey, buy the replay, right?
0: So you can see.
1: So you can see the, the cool moment. Kali. Well, no. So you can see the <laughs> the coolest moment yeah. of the night, which You're was right. the big swing. Yes. So WWE craps bed and says, hey. Remember that from last night? Don't buy the pay-per-view. We'll just do it for yeah, we'll free just do it tonight. Here. Yeah. Well,
0: why? So, yeah, uh, they had Cesaro do that, uh, and he did it less times than he did. He only got to, like, eight on this time, which...
2: Still okay. is amazing. He
0: only got to eight swings. <laughs> <Come on. laughs> the great collie. So, um, your winner is the Real Americans. Now, where it gets better is Swagger picks up Hornswoggle.
1: My, here you go, hold on, before you go any farther, yeah. this is my moment of the night. Yeah,
0: he picks him up and he says, should we
1: swing him? Yeah. Should we
0: swing him? First of all, here's the heel asking the crowd for encouragement. Wrong. Yeah. So anyway, should we swing him? Should we swing him? Throws him in. Cesaro gets Hornswoggle ready for the swing. And first of all, he picks him up like he normally does on anybody else, and he gets their knees like all up in his things like braces. When you can just pick Hornswoggle up by the feet with your <laughs> hands. All right. So, But anyway, he gets that, and he starts to swing, and he's like, oh, acts like it's too much, and hurts his back, and then he starts laughing about it. And then he picks him up, starts swinging him around, and
1: I, big pop. Yep. Everybody's cheering this on. Mm-hmm.
0: And I'm sure you were geeking
1: out. Oh, like, I like, loved it. I loved yeah. it. I was doing the Daniel Bryan yes chance yes. as it was going on.
0: Uh, oh, I wanted to keep like I, we've seen how like he did the one person thirty times. hmm Uh, he did it for like a minute. Let's see how long he can swing around Hornswoggle yeah. before he just falls over. <laughs> but at any rate, Santino comes in to make the save, hits the Cobra on Cesaro, Swagger gets slapped down by the Great. Kali and they run out so great
1: yeah. moment though my moment of yeah. the night watching Hornswoggle yeah. and any kind of uh, dismay always <laughs> yeah. brightens my heart so next up we get Ms. TV kind of he starts up
0: he starts to introduce Ms. TV this is the most mushy, see piece of shit in television
1: <laughs> hey now
0: and the, Br- the Bray Wyatt hit music hits bap bap yep so, they slowly start walking down the ramp in the dark, right? Doom, 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 doom. Yeah, yeah. The lights come on, and Harper and Rowan are in the ring with Miz, who sees that pretty quick and hightails it out of there, and runs out. But now he's stuck, right? Kind of the rundown. He's got them in the ring, but on the ramp is Bray Wyatt. And Bray Wyatt's saying, come to me! I mean, right. like, yeah, just loving it. So, Miz goes up, starts to fight him, the family gives chase, but he escapes out before the family can get to him. And that's... Kind of I like that left.
1: because it shows that Miz isn't just another beat him up, trash him, throw him out, move yeah. on to the next. He did kind of outsmart him. Yeah. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, you know, I, I got, I got one over on you. you. Even
0: knew to like, as he's fighting Bray Wyatt, he kind of gets his back to the back, and then like kicks Bray Wyatt into the family, which gives him that moment of opportunity to get out of there.
1: Right. So, so I it did showed like him a little
0: the... brainy. Yeah. You know, yeah. So next we get the Mad Ox. He's in the back with Stephanie McMahon. Triple H comes in and says he just landed and he's been working hard trying to clean up somebody's mess, Maddox. And uh, Maddox said, look, I'm going to go out there in person. He says, no, you're not. No, you're not. (laughs) You're going to stay back here. I'm going to go out there. And I'm personally going to go out and make sure what happens tonight is what's best for business. So we get our main event of the evening, The Shield, all three of them, versus Cody Rhodes, Goldust, and Daniel Bryan. Yeah? I like it. And this is a good match. I mean, you got solid workers here oh. all the way around. Yes, Not you a do. hole in the game. So, match goes back and forth. Daniel Bryan slaps a yes lock on Seth Rollins eventually in the middle of the ring. And Dean Ambrose comes in to make the save with a chair. Referee sees this, calls for the DQ. Justin Roberts stands up. You're winners by disqualification. <laughs> Microphone gets ripped nah, away.
1: Nah nah,
0: nah, nah, nah. Nah, no you don't. Nah,
1: you here comes Triple H
0: thing. and he says, no, 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 no. no. We're not going to let this end on another non-finish, alluding to the last couple pay-per-views. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. says so you're going to restart this match right now. as a no disqualification, right? Match re- restarts. Instantly, here comes Randy Orton out of the crowd. RKO's Daniel Bryan. Throws him in the ring. Seth Rollins gets the pin. Pretty convenient, right? As you said, it's a no disqualification.
1: You're right. Oh, and then here there's comes Randy an act Orton. That would have been it,
0: yeah. So your winners are the Shield. Now, Triple H nods and points at the Shield, and they begin beating down everybody. Just start laying the boots to him. They they start setting up gold dust to be the next victim of the triple power bomb when we get the big show music. Well, well Yeah. Big Show comes down, Triple H gets behind the shield, using them literally as their namesake, as a human shield.
1: I did like that. Uh-huh, that was cool. yeah.
0: Now they start fighting the Big Show and they're getting all up on him and he literally does his giant
1: Rah!
0: and throws them all off. You know, right. they go flying unnecessarily far. For how long the Big Show yeah. shakes him off. But he's a giant. That's what you do. And then he just knocks out Triple H, who sold that well. Flopped. Just looked like a, a Chris yeah. Bosh flop. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. just a legit. Yeah. yeah, it
1: looked like a legit real punch to the to the yeah. chin and a real knockout. I liked it.
0: And Big Show walks off, just kind of shaking off, like, finally. And Daniel Bryan comes in, laughing, stands over Triple H and leads the crowd. And Yes. Yes.
1: Yes. yes. So, and one thing I liked how they really ended Raw is, because I have the w- WWE app, because uh, I can I know how to download yeah, it. Yeah, you, you they, did Yeah, they send you Because an, they told you. Exactly. I wouldn't have known what to do if, if they uh, just yeah. no left that alone. Yeah. That but I believe. they send you an alert, and they say, hey, watch what happens after Raw was over. And they show Triple H, you know, not with it. He, he's looking legitimately uh-huh, knocked yeah, out. Yeah. He's looking around. People are like, are you okay? And he has that, like... Distant look in his eyes To still sell the Man he really yeah, is he hurt he really got knocked yeah. up Yeah Right right So yeah. I like that little touch they did On the them, WWE yeah. app
0: Yeah
1: The app itself is good Telling us to download it Go Yourself Yeah exactly Well
0: We're gonna go Not do that But we're gonna go take a break Probably grab a Glass of water or something And Come back and settle down for The 14th best Wrestling show on television good old impact wrestling when we return to the trending topics network for this week's edition of the spanish announce table
4: when you get to work turn on the fan john feinstein weekdays 8 to 11 on your new home for sports fm sports radio 1025 the fan
1: Corporate, you can't get over on the man theme that is prevalent in both WWE and TNA.
0: Yeah, that's true. Hmm. Wrestling companies copying each other? What? What the hell you say? What? The 14th best wrestling television show, Impact Wrestling. <laughs> Which actually, I, I kind of liked it this week.
1: You know, right. here's the thing that's sad, is if I'm going through the notes, uh, it should have been the moment of the week in wrestling.
0: Mm, yeah. The ending? Yes. Yeah, yeah we'll and get there. And
1: it wasn't.
0: And it wasn't. You're right. Yeah, no, and I've heard some gripes about this from other people already, but we kick off the show with AJ Styles and an in-ring promo. He's here to talk about Bully Ray. Bully. Well, this sets off Bully and he comes out. And he comes out with the belt and with Brooke Testmocker who, mm. um, I say this later, I think, but uh, I realize they don't acknowledge her last name. They just call her Brooke.
1: Yeah, I think the Testmocker for... It's a bad last name. Uh, to yeah, it, yeah. for for that audience, or for our audience, it, well, is, I'd like to mocker.
0: <laughs> uh, zing. <laughs> so, at any rate, uh, Bully Ray points out that during AJ's speech, he said he hopes to win it Bound for Glory. And he says, hope. You hope to win. He says, that means you even doubt yourself. And Bully Ray starts going off. He says, he wants to take AJ away from the fans. Right? I mean, that's part of his... Bully's just absolutely killing it on the mic. I mean, you have to watch it. I can't do it justice. Yeah, Bully if you Ray haven't and, seen this promo,
1: it's definitely one of his better ones.
0: Yeah, I mean, he and he's all up in his face, too. Mm-hmm. I like, again, they're giving Bully Ray the, uh, the Randy Orton treatment, too, where... Mm-hmm. Like, he's tough,
1: yeah. he's mean,
0: he's up in your face, he's not scared of you.
1: Yeah, he has to be a coward when it calls for it, but he's not a coward all the time.
0: But AJ informs him, hey, you don't need to be focused on me, you need to be focused on your match tonight.
1: Police says, I don't have a match tonight. He says,
0: oh yeah, I'm going to tell you that. I talked to Hogan, he booked you in a match. And I can tell you that this person's going to kill you.
1: And that's so cool, except I've always had a gripe. And this isn't a TNA thing. Yeah. I've always had a gripe with, you don't need to be focusing on me. You need to focus. Well, you dumb dumb, you're going to be in the main event of their <laughs> yeah, biggest yeah, yeah. pay-per-view. Don't focus on me. Yeah. Focus on the. Yeah. Well, what? What? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Don't do that. I don't need to focus on you. You're standing in my
1: face. Yeah. <laughs> what is yeah, yeah. yeah anyway, but. And it seems cowardly, especially coming from a baby face. Yeah. Hey, hey. Hey. Don't fight hey, me. Hey. Now, saying that- I, I got did, somebody else that's going to fight me. Right. Now, <laughs> yeah. saying that, I did like how he segued into yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And everybody's, Joe's going to kill you. Yeah, kill yeah I yeah. love- That's one of my Which favorite chants. they don't chants. do enough anymore. No, because yeah. they, don't, they don't bring Joe to where he
0: should yeah. be. Yeah. Because he even said, he's like, this guy's going to kill you. And Boy's like, what? And then you start hearing a couple people got it. They're like, Joe. And he's like, he's going to kill you. And then they start cheering it more. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. At any rate, we get AJ in the back now with Dixie. And she basically tells him, get out of here. You're not needed now. Has security. Escort him out of the building. Stupid. And we go to commercial. But we're back. And Austin Aries is at the booth with Taz and Tanae. Tanae welcomes him. And he says, thanks. Thanks, Tanae. It's it's great to be here. And it's a great day to be great. Yeah. Which is great. (laughs) Austin Aries is wonderful. But he's here to watch the match of Chris Sabin and Kenny King versus Manic and Jeff Hardy. Uh, should be a good match. Should be always a good match. King and Manic control the match early. They're working well together with good heel tag team tactics, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Manic throws King into Sabin, sending him to the floor. Manic hits a double knee gut buster to King, and Hardy hits a swanton for the pit. Winners, good match. Winners, Manic and Jeff Hardy. Sabin attacks Hardy and Manic, and Austin Aries runs in to stop the attack. Saban esca- escapes up the ramp. Austin grabs a mic and says he wants a four-way at Bound for Glory with him, Saban, Manic, and Hardy. Great. My first thought was, what the hell about Kenny King?
1: He ain't there yet. Why?
0: You guys were just talking smack mm-hmm. to each other. Yep. And you are just wrestling. Mm-hmm. But he's not... He's not worthy. Why you... Nope. But it's Kenny King. Yep. He's right there. Nope. Who's keeping the black man now. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that no, so, Yeah, what is Michael P.S. Hayes booking this thing here? (laughs) So Hardy jumps in and says, "Yeah, that's great, but I want to do something I've never done before, an Ultimate X match. What?
1: Which is cool. Ultimate X match, yes. Although, my first thought when I heard that is, I don't think he can, like, his body is so shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Can he do an Ultimate X match? Yeah, if he
1: gets up there, can he crawl or can he do, you know, I don't know if he can get to that X. Yeah. Unless unless he does something really crazy cool where the ladder's five feet taller than that X. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So, at any rate,
0: Manic apparently agrees. And today says, Manic agrees. He'll put the title on the line. Now, I don't know exactly how he's able to know what a masked man 30 feet away was saying. <laughs> but, okay, it looks like we're going to get an Ultimate X match for the X Division title <laughs> and Bound for Glory. Uh, you know what I mean? All Manic did was nod. Right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Wait, wait, he's going to put the title on the line? Nope. He didn't say that. Nope, he's going to do it. No, but Mike Tenay knows what he's saying. Again, it's an Ultimate X match for the title. Why can't Kenny King be involved in this? He can't. He was right there. Nope. Kenny King. Nope. Put him in the match. Stop it. Anyway, <laughs> so we get... Sting and Hogan in the back. God damn P. S. Hayes. We Sting and Hogan in the back. Obama. <laughs> Thanks, Obama. <laughs> so hey, I bet the government shut down. <laughs> anyway. So uh Sting and Hogan in the back. They're saying Dixie is worse than Bischoff.
1: Whoa. Alright.
0: And uh some random girl comes in and gives Hogan a present from Dixie Carter. It's a watch. Typically, for anybody who doesn't know, when you retire, Mm -hmm. a lot of places would, especially, uh, you know, police stations, firemen, they would give you a watch. Yeah. Gold, nice watch. Engraved. um, And he understands that. And he says, She is worse than Bischoff. He says, He never gave me anything. (laughs) 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 That's just funny. But wouldn't that make her better? Yeah. Uh -uh. Yeah. Uh, They show a clip from last week where Magnus is furious over the beatdown he suffered from ego and says he wants all three of them next week. Don't try to stop me, Sting. I want all three of them. So, we get that. Magnus is going to run the gauntlet. Yeah? Yes. Christopher Daniels up first versus Magnus. Uh, Magnus starts off in control, but Daniels quickly cheats to get the upper hand. They go back and forth for a little bit. Magnus kicks Daniels while he attempts the best moonsault ever. And nails a sit-down pile-driver kind of move, which is really good, but I don't know if that has a name, obviously. No. Um, but it was good. He kind of, like, picks him up and kind of brain buster, but it's like a sit-down mm-hmm. kind of thing. It's cool. Anyway, Magnus wins that one, as to be expected. Can't run the gauntlet and lose the first one. That's another thing, kind of like the hot tag. Yeah. Lose the first thing. one. Lose the first thing in the gauntlet. Yeah. And then just have them be like,
1: no! <laughs> <Right. laughs> like, you loser. So, at any anyway, rate... Right. The only time I can think <laughs> where they did something similar to that was I feel like the shield was in a gauntlet and the guy, whoever I forget, I think it was maybe Seth Rollins was about to lose, so all the other two just jumped in right, and yeah, the, yeah. ended it. But no, yeah. but I want to see like clean. Yeah, yeah, clean.
0: Yeah, clean. Like lose the first one and be no, like, you lost. Idiot. Yeah. Like just like, way you way couldn't even get to the second guy. So at any rate, uh, we get Kaz up next. Uh, Magnus doesn't wait. He goes up, attacks Kaz on the ramp, toss him back in the ring. They go to commercial. Mm-hmm. Come back from the break, Kaz is in control. Don't know how that happened, but Magnus is looking tired.
1: If they had the TNA app, we would know. If only they would tell us how to download that.
0: <laughs> I wish I knew. So, uh, Magnus counters Kaz's fade to black into a cloverleaf and
1: Kaz taps. Winner, Magnus. Yeah? So, what's left? Is Hold on, hold on. So, Magnus defeats the former tag team champions in, in singles matches. Yes. But he's not the, the champion. former
0: world tag team champions of the world.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I love that. Yeah. But but he's not in the title picture. Nope. Okay. So, Bobby Roode.
0: While Magnus waits for Roode, Kaz clips Magnus from behind. Roode comes in, puts the boots to him, takes advantage of that. And, of course, we go to a break again. But after the break, Roode is still in control, attacking the knee of Magnus. All right. Magnus keeps having flashes of offense, but Roode always regains control by attacking that injured knee. This happens a couple times over and over again. Root gets an ankle lock on Magnus, and he has to tap. And they're like, oh, taking advantage of that. No. This bothered me. Yeah. No.
1: Yeah.
0: No. no. The ankle, no.
1: Well, His I knee mean. is a
0: problem. I mean, I guess that's going to twist the knee when yeah. you do an ankle lock. But when,
1: when you do a proper
0: actual heel ankle hook, lock. Yeah, he, yeah. any
1: type of heel hook, the yeah. knee is affected. Right. And I think they were trying to go for an MMA guy where it's like, Oh well, yeah, that could make. Yeah, but in pro wrestling, the ankle yeah. lock attacks not, the ankle. Why not a four leaf, yeah, clover something or that, yeah, you yeah. Know, something? Yeah, yeah, something in here. Right. Well, do a knee bar. How so crazy Bobby Roode
0: wins. Magnus does not run the gauntlet, and he's angry with himself, and he throws a chair. Now the problem with this is they had this chair alone in the crowd, separated from everybody else, with a spotlight on it. Nobody else around empty chair with no chairs around it and a spotlight on the chair and he goes up and throws the chair okay now i know you placed that chair there for
1: that exact reason why would you just have some chair in a random spot with a spotlight on it well a spotlight on it spotlight is where it gets stupid although i'm thinking they probably had the spotlight so magnus threw the right one and didn't grab someone who was leaving for the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> that guy but comes back. But chair was
0: completely alone by itself in a spot where there's nothing. And I it's know. like behind the, the things, even. Yeah. So it's not like it's the timekeeper's chair or yeah. something. Just like, again, great ideas, TNA.
1: Yep. Just piss poor execution. Yes. Just that terrible. is. That should be the motto of TNA. Yeah. We
0: are almost have a great idea. Yeah. <laughs>
1: we almost got well,
0: it. We have a great idea. Or yep. we have a. a an okay idea. Mm-hmm. We have an idea that's gonna work, but we're gonna screw it up. We get in our own way. We're gonna paint the house, but we're gonna use a three-legged ladder. Yeah, <laughs> just just ridiculous. Or use a hand. <laughs> yeah, we're just gonna hand, we're gonna finger paint the house. Do <laughs> hand. We're gonna paint this house. That's with TNA. Our hands. TNA. <laughs> Hell, I could do that. Or TNA, we're gonna finger paint the house. <laughs> oh, there we go. Sting walks out to try to console him. Tells, hey, man, it's okay, but Magnus doesn't want to hear it. Sting grabs a mic and says, hey, man, look, I didn't want to do this in public, but look, just come on back and chill out. We can talk about this. Magnus says, no, look, you know, you all see something in me. Joe sees something in me. Kurt saw something in me. I don't see I don't have it, you know. All I can do is
1: come this close. Hold on. Right here, still good. Still good. I'm liking you know, right? all of this yeah. right here.
0: Yep. Sting tries to calm down and says, you know, Magnus says, I don't need another pep talk. This is a results-driven business, and I'm not getting the results. Still good. Sting says, hey, look, man, I get it. It's a result thing. I understand that. I've been there, and I need to get over the top, and Ric Flair finally gave me that shot. Right? I've been there. And Maggie says, okay, yeah, I get that. You've been there. Ric Flair gave you a shot, but who's going to put me on the map? Right? Who's going who's gonna to give me that shot? And Sting yells, me! Me and Bound for Glory! And uh, Maggie's like, oh. Okay, and they shake hands on it,
1: and I guess we're gonna get that match. Sting and Magnus down for glory. Yeah. Great. Okay, so what is, who does Joe help? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Let's Let's hype it. Let's go back to this is a shoot. Okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah. It it it's a third or it's a it's a Tuesday, right? Yeah. They're training. They're going hard yeah. on all these new move sets. Yeah. Who's Joe with? Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, they're a faction. Yeah. Now this would have been a great storyline if you got rid of the mafia. If it was just Sting is the mentor. Hey, Magnus, I see something in you. Yeah. I don't see it. Okay, I need a you know, teacher versus student kind yeah. of thing, right? But this is good. I mean, I, Sting, very good. But I, when you add the faction, what does Joe do? Yeah,
0: that's true. What does he do?
1: But that's stupid. Hey, uh, Sting's gonna put him over here, right? I mean, I hope he doesn't. I think it'd be funny if he did. not <laughs> <laughs> mm, mm. I think, no, I think it would be f- not funny. I'm using the wrong word. I think it would be intriguing if he doesn't and Magnus goes heel. Oh, I can't do it. Let me get one more match at Impact. Then I go heel. Then I just beat the crap out of you. Mm. And now you got the new heel because I think, this is my opinion, I think Bully goes to team, or, oh my God, I almost said Team 3D, Aces and Eights. Bully goes with aces and eights. Feud's there. AJ's the champ. He needs a big heel. It's Magnus. Waboom! But that would make sense. And TNA, they don't make sense. Hey, you go ahead and pick that
0: for your pay-per-view picks coming up. I will. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back. We're going to finish up this Impact Wrestling talk. And then after that, we'll have one segment left. And we have an email. Yes! Emails! Love them! So let's hurry up. Let's knock this Impact out of the way when we come back to the Spanish announce table on the Trending Topics Network. Trending Topics Network. Dot
1: dot com. Um.
0: Wrestling fans, are you scouring the internet looking for places to buy your favorite wrestling related merchandise well look no further because you can find all the wrestling merchandise you could ever need at shoppershideout.com that's s-h-o-p-p-e-r-s-h-i-d-e-o-u-t.com shoppershideout.com at shoppershideout.com you can find w-w-e and t-n-a replica belts replica masks life-size cardboard stand-ups of your favorite superstars and or wrestlers t-shirts pants action figures buttons pendants bracelets and so much more from superstars like cm punk randy orton triple h the Undertaker, Chris Jericho, Edge, John Cena, Rey Mysterio, and many, many more. So what are you waiting for? Don't walk around town wearing an Ed Hardy t-shirt? Log on to ShoppersHideout.com and buy yourself a Jeff Hardy t-shirt. And while you're there, get a replica of the WWE Raw Spinning Championship belt and wear that too. And then I can promise you that everyone you meet will be talking about you. And it's all because you shop at ShoppersHideout.com, your source for everything wrestling. (sighs) ShoppersHideout.com. This doesn't get talked about enough, but one of the better theme songs ever.
1: I think I've said this before on the show, but every time I stretch, I end it with, yeah. what a rush. What a rush. Yeah. yeah. I do
0: that from time to time, too, yeah. Yeah. I always say when I get out of the shower, I do the Shawn Michaels <laughs> Well,
1: no, we were talking about that a few weeks ago on the show, and uh, I just got my uh, roommate, Anthony Gutierrez, on this season of Ultimate Fighter. Yeah, Sharkbait? Sharkbait. Sharkbait. Uh, He's he's a emerging pro wrestling fan. Yes. And I just introduced him into the uh, Mr. Perfect uh, uh, yeah. matches career character, and I told him how I used to always with the gum spit it out, hit it. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. That's
1: another one of those wrestling things that only yeah. I feel wrestling fans get. Oh If yeah. you see another guy do that, for example, at the park. Yeah, yeah. You go. I'm wrestling just gonna say. Hi- yeah. I'm just yeah. gonna say hi to him at least. Yeah. Like, like, like it's a wrestling hey, fan. Hey. You know?
0: Kurt right, Hennig. Yeah. Just exactly. say.
1: It. So you gotta be like. Perfect. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. So anyhow, uh, that's one thing I'm getting them into is the uh, smacking of the gum as you spit it out. Yeah. So, Impact Wrestling. Let's get to it.
0: Uh, When we last left you, Austin Aries was sitting down with Hulk Hogan in the back and he gave him a present of some vegan vitamins. This was funny. He says... Hey, man, I know you got a big decision tonight, so I figured a couple extra prayers, maybe some extra vitamins might help. <laughs> <laughs> funny. And he's not even being mean about it. Yeah. He's just kind of being <laughs> funny, you know. So uh, he says, look, I know we haven't always seen eye to eye, but at one point you saw something to me, and you gave me option C, and I'm always thankful for that opportunity. He says, look, I know you got a big decision tonight, and sometimes you know you've been red and yellow, and sometimes you've been black and white, but tonight the decision should be pretty black and white. There's no gray here. And Hogan kind of nods. He says, man, I get it. I know what you're saying. I don't know what he's saying. But Hogan seemed to get what he said.
1: Well, saying. I think he was saying, like. Yeah, I think he's saying, like, hey, the deci- you just get out of here. I like. Basically, like, it's time to yeah, tell it, her off. It was a good promo, but if you, like, dissected it and wanted to be a pro wrestling snob like I am, yeah. the black and white is when he went heel. Yeah. So. Right. It doesn't really make sense, but then if you're just... But it's also when he did what he wanted to do. Right. If you're just looking at it from the outsider, it makes sense. So I liked it. uh, We
0: got a a vignette of Hogan's TNA career. He's been there a while. Mm -hmm. I'd kind of forgotten about Immortal. Mm -hmm. You know what I always
1: think about with Hogan's career in TNA Yeah. is his first night... Uh, well, debuting Jeff with t- Jared guitar or what? No, 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 debuting in TNA yeah post that. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I do remember that. That was pretty cool. Night, yeah. But his
1: first night and they go Monday night and they go live. Yeah. Yeah. And WWE goes, Oh, that's cool. Guess what we're going to do? We're going to reunite Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs>
1: At the same time, Hogan walks out. And I always thought, like, that's always going to be
0: yeah, you can't, Hogan and TNA. Yeah, don't, it's not WCW. The reason WCW was able to do it was because of the money. Right. They we were able to draw the people over for less work and we fresh to, new ideas. Yeah. So we get Chris Sabin in the back. He's being interviewed, and they ask why he's not going to go out there tonight and be ringside for Velvet's match. He says, hey, man, Velvet's tough. You know, I got my own stuff to worry about. So I'm going to drink my delicious diet soda. I'm going to go do some Tai Chi. I'm going to sit in the corner. I'm going to meditate about what I need to do to win. He's like, is that cool with you, bro? Yeah, is cool? All right. Yeah. And he drinks the soda. Like, it's good. I, again, Chris Saban, he's doing a good thing now. A they very, the, yeah.
1: very good heel. Much better than the, I'm the champ, bully.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: This that is, nerd this is good. stuff. Well, we get a recap of the Magnus
0: Ego gauntlet from earlier. And then we see Ego in the back. And they're celebrating the victory, and they're singing Off the Chain, which is mm-hmm. or Robert Rood's old thing. They're like, Off the Chain! I mean, they're all, and Cass and Daniels tell Bobby Roode that next week, he's going to be inducted into the Hall of Fame. And he's like, What? Are you serious? This is great. And he's like, Yes, the Extraordinary Gentleman's Hall of Fame. The first you know, inaugural <laughs> inductee. And he's like, Oh, my God! He's ecstatic, right? They're all super happy. And he's telling them to dress to the nines. He's like, Oh, of course. And Daniels says, oh, He's, he's going to dress to the nine and a halfs. He's not going to stop at the nine. And then Cass says, well, let dress to the tens. And they're like, yes, next week, dress to the tens. And then they're just great, right? These guys are yeah. great. And they go off and they're singing, he's
1: off the chain and he's in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> they're just
0: singing, right? It was a really funny segment. They keep I loved it.
1: They keep you uh, watching. Yeah, they're you know?
0: entertaining. Yeah. yeah. It's funny. I, I always leave their segments with a smile. Exactly. It's always great. Mm-hmm. Well, then we get Brooke versus Velvet Sky, knockouts title, number one contender match. Winner will face ODB at BFG. Because Brooke has had so many matches. Yeah, she deserves a number one title contender. Yeah, match. Yeah, exactly, yeah. So, a number one title contender. Did I say that right? Yeah, whatever. Yeah, anyway.
1: Here, here's a question. And, no, I'm and, doing a TNA style. You're right, oh, yeah, you're doing a TNA style. Yeah. Here's a question, though, because I get confused with both women's divisions. Whatever happened to, like, Gail Kim... And, uh, oh, oh God, the beautiful blonde, not Velvet Sky, the other one, uh, that was in WWE and she had that awesome ladder match at the pay-per-view with Gail Kim. Oh, um, um Taryn True. Yeah. Whatever happened to those two? Yeah.
0: The one that beat up Drew McIntyre and got fired from WWE. Is that what happened? Yeah. She was Drew McIntyre's girlfriend. Uh-huh. Uh, I, fr- I think she just went by Taryn maybe at that point. Mm-hmm. They got drunk or whatever one night, and she beat him up. And I mean, she didn't beat him; up. she was just beating right. him, and yeah, he yeah. was yeah, yeah. trying to push her off. And that put him in the doghouse. That's what sent him <laughs> from being, you know, yeah, yeah, on yeah. on the heater that he was uh-huh. into jobbing. Because they were like, "You can't handle your girlfriend." Right. And he's the one who got her the job in the first place. Can't
1: handle that rat.
0: And get her out of here.
1: Yeah, can't handle you know, that can't rat. Can't
0: handle that rat. You're romancing a rat.
1: But <laughs> whatever, <laughs> yeah. whatever happened to her oh, no, and yeah, no. G- I mean, Melvin. I Okay.
0: You want to know what happened to her? Brooke and Velvet. Okay, fair enough. So, uh, before the match starts, we hear some music, and out comes Lady Tappa. uh, They they pronounced it Lady Tappa. She looks wild-eyed and ready to kick some ass. (laughs) Brooke runs out of the ring immediately, as the heel would do, but Velvet stands her ground. They do acknowledge that Lady Tappa was a a gut check winner from a few months ago. Uh, Her and Velvet go at it, but Velvet's no match. Even the referee's scared of her. She keeps... Punking the referee, mm-hmm. like he starts to be like, no, no, get out of here, and she just kind of gives him a punking, yeah. and he like lands on the mat, scared. Um, now they do tell us she's the niece of the barbarian. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's a great little story.
0: Yeah. So she slams Velvet with something similar to Ryback's shell shock. Is that a back body drop? Mm-hmm. That's essentially what that is. Yeah. Uh, Tapit then leaves, and I guess we get no knockouts. Number one contender. Probably a triple threat. Mm, yeah, this is a way to throw her in Yeah, there, yeah. In yeah. Mm. So now we get a shot, a cut to a shot of some guy in a car. Yeah, we don't see who it is. This cameraman's in the back seat, but the driver gets out and the camera follows. We see that the car is a Maserati. You know what I'm saying? Uh huh. Uh, I don't know what you're saying.
1: Maserati, right? Riding, riding in style. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No. He got money.
0: Oh yeah, he's got money.
1: <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah.
0: Thanks. So he's got <laughs> yeah. So a, a girl says hello to him like oh, and he was like oh hey there toots, <laughs> and then he walks off. Some guy tries to hand him some papers and he brushes it off saying, yeah, 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 I got it. Like this guy's clearly into himself. He thinks he's hot stuff. You know what I'm saying? Walking around. I know what you're saying. And another girl says hello to him and she's gorgeous, right? hot girl. Mm -hmm. He looks up and down. He says, yeah, adequate. You know, (laughs) and just keeps walking. I mean, this is great. And he takes off his white blazer he's wearing. He tosses it onto some guy's head as he's walking by. And he goes to open the door and he says, okay, there better be lions, which I don't understand, but whatever. And then we see the graphic that Ethan is coming. Yeah?
1: Yeah. What is the okay? There better be lions. Yeah. I don't know. Going don't into the cave. Or, or maybe just
0: the dungeon. You know, this better. Yeah. I don't know. I
1: so, mean, I get kind of what it means, but it doesn't.
0: Yeah. I think it's this better that be all, a big production yeah. for me here or something. But like,
1: like for all of that, that's a line. But again, like, here's a problem that I don't that I have with TNA. Mm-hmm. We don't
0: see that guy again for the rest of the night. Why were you going there? Mm-hmm. Okay. Ethan's coming. Ethan's here. Mm. To do what? Why? Why? Yeah. Not even why. What are you even here? Yeah, yeah. We saw him walk into a room. What'd you do? Yeah, who Mm. are you here to see? So at any rate. Got Maserati. We know who Ethan is, but we won't necessarily spoil it if anybody hasn't already known what it is, because we might have some people that don't read Mm -hmm. the news, so we'll let that one decide. Or
1: follow TNA's news.
0: Right. You know. So we get Samoa Joe versus Bully Ray non-title match of course mm-hmm. but good match Bully getting some real good heel heat throughout I mean, he's seriously one of the best in the business right now just on top of his game yeah he's great Earl Hebner takes a ref bump and Bully takes this opportunity to use his chain to knock out Samoa Joe however Earl was just coming to and saw it and he DQ's Bully right no 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 no, no more you, he said you've done this twice in the match already you're out of here Samoa Joe wins this match via disqualification Bully tosses Earl down in the mat angry then he throws Joe to the outside, bangs his head off the announce table, and he pulls back the mat. He's going to do his uh, pile driver on the cement that he's been doing to people. Uh, AJ Styles comes out of the crowd, who has supposedly been thrown out of the building. He comes out of the crowd, makes the save. Security rushes in to chase him. AJ escapes to the ring, or escapes to the crowd, and celebrates with the fan. Now, here's my problem security chases him out into the crowd. But then they just stand there and watch him celebrate with the fans.
1: Yeah, they don't get him. They're just
0: standing there like, yeah, like the Keystone Cops. Yeah, yeah they're
1: yeah, there. Yeah. yeah. But here's the thing, again, is they forget their own history, and that's one of my biggest pet peeves in pro wrestling, and that's with everyone. But this is very, very recent history. Uh, AJ, he's out for himself.
0: Yeah, yeah. No one. Yeah, no one. Why is he celebrating with the fans?
1: Yeah, why the yeah. hell does he care about these guys?
0: Well, at any rate, speaking of something nobody cares about, we get Dixie Carter. Actually, <laughs> she's doing a lot better. She's she, actually... Is, this is the best she's ever yeah. been. So she comes out. She says she can't be upset with the fans because they have no idea about the complexities of business, right? You can't understand what I got to go through, so she, I can't blame you. She's telling that like, oh, honey, I, mm. you know, you guys, you're simple I get she, it. She's doing what...
1: Uh, Stephanie and, and Triple H did very early on in yeah. their thing. What's, hey guys, we like everyone here. Hey, just yeah. so you guys are dumb. And yeah. I'm not. She says,
0: but somebody who does understand business, Hogan. Mm-hmm. So she calls him out. She says, look, if he's ready to take his amazing career to the next level, she's the person to take him there, which is funny. Yeah. <sighs> She asked if he's ready to take a ride on the Dixie train, which and the you, crowd was Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and did you
1: notice she even laughed? Yeah. She was like, Oh, that was okay, stupid. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: Everybody was like, Dixie train yeah. <laughs> And he even mm-hmm. chuckled. He was like, yeah. Oh, you idiot. Yeah. <laughs> so she said, Are you ready to take a ride on the Dixie train? Or is he gonna force her to make a decision that she knows he's gonna regret? And he says, hey, That's an amazing offer, you know? And I get, but uh, it's an amazing offer for somebody else because mm-hmm. I quit. And he just kind of was like, yep, and tossed the mic right. and walks out. And she goes running after him, right? Hey, stop, stop, stop. And she's trying to talk to him, and he's shoving her off. And she ends up, like, dropping her knees and grabbing onto his leg, like, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And, and won't let him walk away. And he finally breaks free and just leaves, like, just get off of me, crazy. And uh, she stands up, and she's, but fine, I didn't want you anyway. Mm-hmm. I did not want you. You're fired. I didn't want you. You know, mm-hmm. get out of here. And that's how we go off there.
1: Yeah, and that should have I mean, honestly, that should be the moment of the week. Paul yeah. Hogan is leaving TNA. TNA yeah. So um, this
0: leads me to believe it's no he's not really leaving TNA.
1: You don't think so? You know,
0: they talked about this on the All Wrestling Netcom week interview, but if you're really leaving, don't you put over the company on your way out instead of the company putting you over on the way out? No, not Hogan. Like No. Don't No Yeah, you, no. you, Dan the Cannon brought this up. No.
1: Bischoff. Got thrown in a trash truck. Because, hold on. Oh, <laughs> wait, wait, WWE? Yeah. That's Vince. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. You know, you ain't doing nothing to Vince. Here is Hulk Hogan saying, I got creative control. I'm going out the way I want. And he's kind of putting her over where, uh, yeah, but you know, mean, she's like, so <laughs> crazy. She's so I don't even want to yeah, be but here. It should have been like.
0: You're fired, get out of here, you're yeah. worthless, you haven't been worth the money, right,
1: we right, paid you, right. we
0: never saw ratings increase, yeah, yeah, you know what I mean, like, you're not drawing anything. Uh, yeah, but we got the same ratings we did before you got here, Yeah, but get out of here. You're not doing that to you're Hogan. You bum! Yeah, you're yeah, not doing that to Hogan. Yeah. yeah, I guess you're not doing that to Hogan.
1: You're not doing it, to Hogan. But I don't think he's gone.
0: Well, I don't think, yeah, I don't he's, think gone. he's gone either. I mean, he might be gone for a little while.
1: I think he's taking vacation.
0: And then we'll see him again.
1: But try to revamp that Brooke Hogan singing career oh
0: Jesus (laughs)
1: you're gonna see us again
0: when we come back from break and we're gonna gonna hear us we're gonna yeah you are gonna hear us if you close your eyes you can see us and picture uh, don't do that I don't want to think about you closing your eyes and picturing us unless you're you know (laughs) unless you um, want to yeah that's that's up to you I'm sure some people are doing worse things to the sounds of our voices no 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 All right. Well, we're going to come back. We're going to get into the emails. One. Email.
1: Hey, one's better than zero. One
0: email. But we'll get back into that on the Spanish announce table on the Trending Topics Network.
4: What? What?
0: What? What? Your name is Hugh Morris. What? Humorous. What? That's supposed to be funny? What? Am I laughing? What? <laughs> Great. That's when he first introduced that yep. and I was like, I see what he's doing here. Yeah. And then it just took off. Yeah.
1: And it started off from uh, a voicemail, Stone Cold Left, on Christian's phone. Where he was just playing around with it. Really? Yeah, and Christian was like, what the hell is this? And then like three weeks later, he sees it on TV.
0: Funny, I never heard that. Where'd you hear that?
1: Uh, on the Stone Cold DVD, the last one he put out.
0: So he did that to Christian? Is that yeah,
1: yeah, he called Christian. I didn't realize
0: phone. they like talked to each yeah, other. Like yeah, yeah, they
1: were really close. Really? Well, not really close, but close enough to call each other yeah, and yeah. talk, you know, huh. once a week or so.
0: And so he's just screwing around? With yeah, them he was
1: you? just screwing around. He's like, why aren't you answering the phone? What? Yeah. I said, I'm talking on this voicemail and you ain't answering. What? And then like three weeks later, yeah, there it goes. That Steve Austin show
0: is great. I don't want to steer people away from listening to our show, but...
1: Just, yeah, add it on.
0: Add it on. And, I mean, the interviews are just amazing.
1: Here's where I think we're a great one-two punch with Stone Cold. We have, and I'm going to pat myself and you on the back... We have great chemistry as far as radio. Yeah. And we have good insight as far as a fan on what we like, what we don't like. Yeah. And we have good structure.
0: One, it's a linear. Yeah, here's yeah. what happened in wrestling, right. and here's happened. We way, have
1: yeah. a great, you know, easy ABC format and I think we do well getting in and out of breaks, things of that nature. Stone Cold has He's none been there. That. No, no well, he, he none of None that. of that. that. Yeah, he has none of that. <laughs> yeah. But he's been there. Yes. So, for example, when he does his podcast with Ric Flair in the Marriott mm, Hotel, yeah. you're literally a fly on the wall. It's Yeah,
0: you get to listen to these two legends. Just and, talking. I mean, he's had interviews with Jerry Lawler, Joey Styles, yeah. Kevin Nash, Kurt Scott Halls, Shawn Michaels, yeah. Kurt Angle, which I haven't listened
1: to yet. I've got it. That's
0: where really Samoa one. Joe Samoa was Samoa Joe. One. Diamond uh, Dallas Who's Page. Who? Yeah. Uh, and even who? gets
1: outside of his box. He has David Lee Roth, yeah, Chael Yeah, Jay Sutton, Moore. Yeah, Jay Moore. Yeah, uh uh-huh. Really good ones. Yeah. But he has, when it's when it's wrestling, re- wrestlers, yes. it, you're literally just a fly on the wall listening to two great, great guys in the industry, or girls, because he has had Trish Stratus on there, too.
0: Yeah, I haven't listened just to him either. Yeah.
1: And it's great.
0: Yeah, it's a good show. But Check we, it out.
1: But we're the better radio show. I even show. like
0: how he set it up now, too. He's got... Tuesdays he does the Steve Austin show, which yep. is going to be family friendly, because mm-hmm. he said he got a lot of emails saying people like, hey, "Man, I, I think it's great that my family would like it, except I've got kids.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You can't, you know what I mean? Because I go on road trips and my wife listens to some podcasts with me when I do that, but if we got the kids in there, we yeah. can't have Steve Austin on there, right, yeah, dropping all these f bombs. Yeah. So he does that on Tuesday, but on Thursday he has Steve Austin Unleashed, yeah. and that's where he'll drop the f bombs yeah, and everything. Yeah. yeah, so it's great. It's Very wonderful. good. Check Very it good. out. But we. Got an email.
1: Yes, we
0: do. And this one's from the Mop Jockey, and the Mop Jockey is awesome. Yes, he is. You know who else is awesome? Anybody else that would like to email us? Yeah. You know what I mean? Cataclysmic and Mop Jockey have been emailing us and they're awesome. And keep it coming, guys, yep. and we love it. Yep. The rest of you, stop being so damn lazy. And give us a dollar. Give us a dollar. I'll gi- I'll let Mop Jockey and Cataclysmic they get a pass. I don't want a dollar. Yeah, from they you get guys, a pass. Cuz you guys earn Gmail. Every other people Now, now nobody's going to email us now for like, (laughs) you better give us a dollar to email us. (laughs) You don't need to give us a dollar, but you do need
1: to email us. Yeah, please email us. Don't (sighs) give us a dollar, unless you want to. Then you'd
0: be better. Like I said, even if it's not wrestling related, just email us something ridiculous. I just want to see some emails. Yes. At any rate, Mop Jockey says, am I the only one that's noticed several camera problems? There was times that the cameras missed moves between wrestlers and shots of non-wrestlers. I don't remember the WWE ever having these issues in the past. Is this a problem with the production truck? I noticed this a lot in the pay-per-view. And even on Raw a little bit, there was some major, like the camera would just randomly cut to nothing or to some rungs. Like at one point during the, I think the Curtis Axel match, they cut to Paul Heyman, and he's just kind of like looking into the ring, like watching what's going on. He looks over and sees the cameras on him, and he's like, kind of like, what? Yeah. And he returns back to the match. And then, like at one point, they're they're talking to the panel, and all of a sudden the camera just cuts to the ring, which is all dark because they're at the panel right now. Mm-hmm. And then they cut back all of a sudden, like they realize what they did. But like, was somebody drunk in the production truck? Like, uh, like, and this is normally WWE. Generally, is very on point with their production.
1: Oh, oh my God! Like, yes.
0: Like, and, and so you, I got the part when when they cut to the ring, and and Justin Roberts is standing there, doesn't realize what's going on when they had the power outage.
1: Yeah. But this was happening way before that. Here's my thought, and obviously I say this a lot, but I don't know because I'm not there, but first thought that came to my mind when I saw all these mistakes is, well, the old producer is either A, on vacation, or B, retiring, and the new guy is having to just
0: yeah, learn like on the fly. Yeah, we have the associate director or right. something. Or yeah, we just yeah. have this
1: new guy that he did a lot of great stuff for, because they use TV guys. Yeah. They're not just bringing oh, in yeah, wrestling no, fans. Uh, no, for so, production
0: and stuff, yeah, they're going, yeah yeah, 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 yeah.
1: So let's just say, hypothetically, this guy came from the soap operas. You yeah, know, yeah. Doing, or
0: just something, some yeah, other yeah. life. This guy worked for the NFL for, yeah, 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 yeah.
1: And so he's learning the wrestling way to do a TV show. Yeah. Because, you know, you have to be really on point.
0: Yeah, so what, probably what happened
1: is, so like, they're on the panel, they've got
0: one camera, they're going to, he's like, okay, cut to camera three to get Albert or whatever, and they, that's the wrong camera.
1: Yeah, yeah, three yeah, was mean, the like, one on, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's like, oh. Christ. I just think it's someone new, either learning or going to be transitioned into the spot, and yeah. here's their bumps.
0: But that's weird that I mean like they well, started out go. on NXT first or something and maybe they did and this guy yeah. just crapped the bed.
1: Yeah, well, and the pressure, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah, Even Battleground
1: is what whatever it is, it's still bigger it's than NXT. It's a WWE pay-per-view, it's yeah. a big deal. Yes.
0: Yeah. And so that's a job people would see after. I'm sure they have no shortage of quality candidates yeah. for these jobs. So you got to like be on point mm-hmm. and he's probably maybe the nerves got to him. Yeah, yeah,
1: And 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 I really feel, you know, my my degree is in broadcast communication. And I've taken classes in TV, you know, and I've been the producer, but wrestling more so than anything else has to be perfect. One example I remember is when Kane was attacking the McMahon family and he tombstoned Linda McMahon, but they got the tombstone, but it wasn't the right angle
2: mm, yeah,
1: and it looked fake, which obviously it was is Linda right, McMahon, yeah, yeah. but that would just cause such a stir with Vince. Yeah, yeah. You have to protect... What they're showing, because you could protect it to a live audience, because it's live audience. Yeah, there is a large
0: aspect of smoke and mirrors.
1: Right. With pro wrestling, absolutely. And with cameras, that's a huge part of the smoke and mirrors. So it's very important not to screw up, but it's very easy too, because it's not like a football game. Hey, the guy's running from the 40 to the 50. Follow him, okay? You know, with this is, you have to be there. You have to be here. You have to look at this spot here. You know, it's more. I feel like it's the most difficult job for any producer in television. Yeah. Yeah. No, I can see that. Yeah. So. That's so, my thought. Mop also
0: has one more question. He says, "Also, have you surpassed the number of episodes of that the Fraudcast has yet, which is another podcast I do?" Mm-hmm. He says it has to be close. Now, why this is funny is because Lester Greystone and I, mm-hmm. we started the ashbath.com fraudcast. Go check it out. It's very good. It's, it's, it's very funny and it's very good and it, and we just kind of talk about whatever. Mm-hmm. So a lot of it's timeless. I mean there are some uh, current events that we talk about a lot. Yeah. The whole show is based around we're some frauds. We really don't know what we're doing. We don't even design our own show. <laughs> we literally take topics from the Twitter feed. Yes. You suggest yeah. what we're going to talk about. And we even say that so so much as so that if the show sucks, it's your fault, not our fault. We're some frauds. Totally right? blameless. Yeah, we're frauds. It's the, called the <laughs> Fraudcast for a reason. It's a funny play on words. <laughs> it's actual. It's, it's factual. Well, we were talking about we're gonna do a podcast, and he was like, and we were like, how do we even do a podcast? He was like, I don't know. He was like, I was just gonna put it up on my website and call it the Fraudcast, and I was like, well, we are some frauds. Perfect. So this is perfect. So at any rate, so
1: have have we surpassed your other show? No.
0: There's been 34 episodes of the Fraudcast.
1: We're on our way though. Okay,
0: and we're on 11.
1: But we're on our way. Now,
0: we're a weekly podcast here on the Spanish Announce Table, mm-hmm. right? Yes. The Fraudcast is whenever the hell we want and or have time.
1: <laughs> so you guys could do like two in back to back days and then go three months without one. Right. Well, we've never done back to back days.
0: <laughs> there pro there has been times where we've gone over three months. Right. We started the first episode. In February of 2011, it's been a while and we've got 34 episodes
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay okay. All right. all right. so now
0: let's put it at this point <laughs> will we surpass the number of episodes the broadcast has? We have 11 episodes now, including this one. okay to do to get to 35 to surpass it would take us 22 weeks. So five easy. months easy. We will surpass the amount of, of. We'll probably get to 35 episodes of the Spanish announce table before the broadcast gets done. Okay? <laughs> That's kind of how the broadcast rolls. Yep, yep. It's literally. So, so for, we started the broadcast and we were like, we're going to do it weekly. And then I think we did the first couple every week. And then things come up. And then he's working, I'm working. We're like, hey, man, we're not getting paid for this. Yeah. We're just going to do it. And again, it's not. Timely. This show you need to be timely. Yeah. This if thing we're talking every about week.
1: battleground, right? Can't now the do problem we right
0: in into at one point, he we both spent time in Germany in the military. We knew each other from there. Me and Lester did, and or Lester and I, I guess, if you're going to be a grammar Nazi, um, and he is trying to get a dual citizenship. He likes it there. and wants to stay there for whenever he wants. You know, go there, live there, and so he at one point had to move back to Germany to work to maintain his visa, his work visa. So now I'm like. I don't know, to do the broadcast, man. <laughs> right. So now we're trying to do it over Skype when well, he's seven hours ahead of me. Uh-huh. So there began some breaks. And Then we yeah. kind of realized, hey, we're fine with the long breaks. I don't yeah. really care. And then at one point, the, the last one we did, episode 34, we were like, hey, that's great. But it kind of, there's no structure to it. We are like, let's, we start talking. He's a little upset. He's like, hey, man, I don't know if I got time to do this anymore. We're not getting anything out of this. No. And I'm like, no, 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 man. And I said, look, podcasts grow by repetition. You got to do it every week. Yep. You got to keep going. You got to keep pushing. You got to market. You got to blah, blah. And I said, so let's do that. Let's cut it down. We'll make it an hour. We'll only do five topics every time from the Twitter thing. We'll pick the five best. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We'll spend 10 minutes on each one. We'll do our intro, outro stuff. That'll be an hour. We'll be out. And we'll do it every week. And we'll just keep marketing it. We'll keep going. He was like, yeah, that's great. It's a great idea. That was probably three or four months ago. And I have <laughs> rarely <laughs> talked to him since. He says he got a job. He's working. He's, he's, he's finishing his master's. He's a busy man. I'm working bachelor's. I've got, you know, kids yeah you know and so no we have not yet surpassed we'll we get there. will yeah, <laughs> and it'll yeah. be man we might have one more episode of the broadcast before we surpass it but it probably not many more other than that mm-hmm. but that's how the broadcast rolls
1: yeah and you know what that's how hey pops up in your life when you want it screw you yeah it's the broadcast exactly you're not giving me a dollar yeah <laughs> You so, ain't giving me a so I ain't going to do it. So,
0: and we kind of had something like that when, when, you know, the two weeks ago when we didn't really have time. Neither one of us could make sure. And the whole point is at that point, so like today we're doing this on Wednesday. We want to do it on Tuesday right after yes. Raw. If it doesn't happen by Wednesday, Thursday rolls up, a new impact's coming. Yeah. We might as well not do
1: it. Right. Right? You got a Tuesday and Wednesday window with yeah. us. So so that's that.
0: So. Yeah. But thank you point, thanks for pointing out my shortcomings mop
1: yeah uh. and mop if you'd like to uh, listen to a new show if you haven't yet and you're into mixed martial arts I suggest on the trending topics yeah. com. checking out my other show it's called the fight show live yeah we have done many more than 34 episodes yeah we do it every week it's on a Sunday night out God, here have K- you really done that many now yeah you, you guys have been doing this for, oh well we've yeah. been we've been doing the fight show live oh, yeah that's true yeah, 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 we started the fight show live before three. you
0: started at this at this station. The media. Yeah, we yeah, were, we yeah. were
1: over at uh at Union Broadcasting. We were over there for three years, uh, talking about the the business of beatdown, the art of ass whipping, mixed martial arts, boxing, what we're under have the you. Same
0: name over there too. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah,
1: we yeah we own that name. Uh, so uh, yeah, check out the fight show live, Ozone T Mac. We have a weekly guest from the Ultimate Fighter, my roommate, who uh, is making waves on Twitter right now. Yeah. Uh, for his antics <laughs> on the show. Anthony Sharkbait the, Gutierrez. On the TV,
0: the show description. You know they always say, well, here's what happened. Yeah, They're yeah. like, John says this, or, mm. the, or the family goes and does this. And it this says, one said...
1: Anthony Gutierrez annoys everyone. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: so great when you know the guy, yeah, too. Because yeah. you're just like,
1: you annoy everyone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, it's man. funny. I and, can't wait to see him and again And he's a Sunday. great guy. For those... Oh, who, yeah, he's yeah, wonderful, you know, dude. He's a great, great guy. One, one of the best people I know. Uh, but definitely uh, very funny to poke fun at when things like this happen. But anyhow, listen to the Fight Show Live. We have him on every week. We also have big-name guests. Uh, We've had Frank Mir, Chael Sonnen, uh, Hoyler Gracie, right, Faber, if those names uh, interest you, I would say uh, check out yeah, the you Frank Mir. Frank Mir.
0: Yeah. So, at any rate, that's going to do it for us for this week of the Spanish Announce Table. And, and uh, if
1: you haven't done so about the Spanish Announce Table, check it out on Facebook. It's the Spanish Announce Table podcast. Mm-hmm. And then on Twitter, it is... At Table Show. And to send us a God-freaking-email... Send it to... And a dollar. And a dollar. Send it to...
0: Tableshow at gmail.com. Pretty freaking easy. Pretty easy. And tell your friends. Tell your We've having this pretty steady listenership, but I'd like to see those numbers go yeah, up. Tell your mother. I know you... I mean, as a wrestling fan, I know you don't have friends. But, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? You've got a few. I know that feeling. Just tell... Anytime... If you see a guy spitting out some gum at a park and he yeah. slaps it away with his hand, you better tell him. TrendingTopicsNetwork.com. Spanish Announce Table. And... Ask him for a dollar yeah. because you owe us one.
1: All right. Put him in the perfect plex, and as you do it, say SpanishAnnounceTable.com or Trendy Topics. Uh, trendy networks, topics you know, yeah, I have no Spanish- idea about Spanish Spanish-announced-table. <laughs> Spanish-announced-table. <laughs> Don't go there. <laughs> don't go there. But I don't know if it
0: exists, yeah. At any rate, that's going to do it for us. We'll be back next week, provided we have the window of opportunity of which we spoke. We will. We will. And uh, hopefully uh, wrestling will be a little bit better then.
1: It was the, all right. Yeah, like I know. said, the Hogan thing should have been the number one thing. It wasn't. That should tell you what kind of week it was.
0: Yeah, but Stephanie impressed me. That's probably Very the much. thing I took away from the most was really like what she did.
1: I liked uh, Hornswoggle getting his ass kicked.
0: He swung around, yeah. All right, well, that's it. Spanish Nouns Table, Trending Topics Network.com. <laughs>